time. Oh, and real quick, real quick, days. real quick. Yeah. Real super quick. Remember when we were on this last time, Sean? And I was yeah. telling you how when you come down to Vegas, I'm going to take you to Tejas de Brazil. Yeah. And it's going to be fly. Tell them how dope that shit was. You, you must understand. Texas de Brazil is the greatest, greatest, e- greatest eatery in the history of mankind. I, I, I need wow. you to understand this, okay? I need you to understand that all the meats, like, they have people walking around with, like, slabs of cooked meats. I mean, you name it, they've got it. And and Jason took, you know, took us there. And, and I was like, oh, this would be all right. This would be cool. And, and then, like, I sat down, and Jason just gave me this look like, you don't know what you're getting into, are you? <laughs> and And we sat down, and, like, they just started, like, giving, like, all these, like, they had, like, you know, cuts of this and cuts of that. And, I mean... I can't remember all the names of all the different types of steak I ate, but the uh, but like Jason tore up the bacon wrap fillet, and and like but the garlic sirloin. To this day, I cannot eat steak anywhere else in the world because of this place. Okay, I have to make that clear. I cannot eat steak anywhere else because the steak at the, at Texas Day Brazil was so good. Like it makes it like anything else I put in my mouth tastes terrible. I'm telling you, you go, if if you go, if you go, you got to get that garlic grilled sirloin. Ask for about two because they cut it like in small, like small pieces. You guys for three pieces of that garlic grilled sirloin. The pork, like the you know the cut off pieces of pork, and it's like marinated in something. It's to die for. And the bacon wrap fillet. Jason will tell you about that bacon wrap fillet. That's off the chain. And they have filet mignon. And all this stuff, and like over on the other side, they got like the salad bar and a soup bar. You don't waste your time with that because that's gonna fill you up. But what you what what you can do is is that if you still want to eat the steak, but you're having a hard time chewing, then you go get the lobster bisque, get a couple lobster bisque, and you dip the steak in the lobster bisque, and it goes down real smooth. Oh my now, god! Now, um, I need you to understand how just it was so tasty. If you are ever in Las Vegas. You must go to Texas Day Brazil. It is worth every penny. It is worth every penny. And I literally, I mean, look, I don't like using the word meat sweats. But, <laughs> but, I can't imagine why. <laughs> but this was the one time, the one time that the word meat sweats was a good thing. Remember, yeah, that I ate so one. much food that night. Oh, man, we tore it up, man. It was me, Jason, and... Um, like our, our, my friend, uh, my friend Dave, and we went out there, and and then like thing was after we was done, we was so full, we was like, well, we just can't get back in the car and just go back to you know where we where we were staying. I was like, we gotta walk around, we gotta walk some of this off, and so we were like in this like uh, walking um, the shopping center, the shopping complex, you know, and like all the stores are, you know, it's an open mall, so like you know, so all the stores are just built, you just walk around or whatever. And so we're walking and walking, you know, feeling feeling full and, you know, like, oh. And we walk. Full is not the word to describe what we were feeling at that moment. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to sit down. Yeah. Because they, there's little, there's little coins that you flip. Over. One side's green, the other side's red. Green means keep bringing me food. Red means, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and, and halfway through it, you know, they, they, took a, they took a red time out. They needed some minutes. I just kept getting more and more and more and more and more. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, forgive me for interjecting. Oh, no, no, no. Like, you know, like for a while, like, you know, Jason's new nickname was Two. 
because he was like asking for like two pieces of everything. He's like, I take two. And then like they started coming up to him like, you want two? You want two? And he's like, yep, I'll take two. So um, we're walking around and like, you know, we just all oh, just like we feel terrible, but we feel good at the same time. And we're walking past this like gelato stand. OK. And like and like the dude is like, yo, I got this free gelato. He's because he's about to close up shop. And he had like it's like watermelon and some other flavor. And we was like, oh, no, thanks. We're, we're full. We had Texas Day Burns. So we appreciate it, though. And so we walked past We walked past it a little bit. We walked down the street. And Jason was like, you know what? I'm going to go check out that free gelato. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I look at Dave. And Dave looks at me. And Jason just walks back. You know, and he takes the, the this nice portion of, like, watermelon gelato and just starts eating it. And I'm like, how can you eat anything else? He was like, hey, man, it was free. He offered it, you know, and I'm just trying to clean. I'm trying to cleanse my palate. And <laughs> that was one, that was one of the best eating nights of my entire life. And the fact that Jason ate like, I mean, I, the serving of gelato not meant for human consumption. Uh, was just amazing on top of all the steak and everything else he ate. And also, they try to give you mashed potatoes when you go to Texas Day Brothers. So they give you a plate with mashed potatoes. Don't eat the mashed potatoes. It is a ploy to fill up your stomach. Do not eat the mashed potatoes. They're okay. a lie. The mashed potatoes are a lie. Yes, and I love mashed potatoes, okay? I love mashed potatoes. But even I knew, how am I supposed to get like my ample serving of steaks if I eat these mashed potatoes? So, uh, so yes, I'm, I, you you gotta go. You gotta go there. Yes, go now there, Cor- Corwin. Not- go there. <laughs> I, I don't even eat beef, and I'm, I'm considering going. <laughs> okay, so so that's that'll be the intro for this episode. So why why do we actually do the uh, the the traditional intro now? Okay. Hi everybody. I'm Jim Ford. I'm Dan Kurtzke. I'm Jason Grace. I'm Chad Bokelman. Sean. Oh, I'm Sean. And I'm Corwin. And I'm Mark Marble. <laughs> this is the Lantern Cast. <laughs> yeah, episode 112. We should have thought about this. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll edit it in, in post-production. I say we keep everything that's happened. Yeah, and by edit, I mean not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and by edit, I mean James will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is our big holiday episode uh, with uh, an intro. It's uh, the commercial for Texas Day Brazil. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> now Jason, Jason can uh, can go there and uh, bring this episode and get a few free meals out of them. Absolutely. Episode 113 had better be sponsored by Texas Day Brazil. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so big holiday episode. Uh, figured we'd catch up with uh, some of our extended Lantern Cast family. And uh, Sean, what are you guys up to? Actually, Sean, you know what? No, not first. Not the oh, first. what is that? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Corwin, what are you up to? You're so creepy. You have people start taking Sean's spot. Oh, Corwin left. Corwin? 
No, he he's still there. No, I'm here. I'm here. There he is. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Uh, pretty much the same old, same old Earth's Mightiest podcast with my uh, my friends Viet and Alex, uh, talking about the Avengers books, the Avengers families of books. You know, it's keeping me busy, of course, as well as my little man. It's gonna be five in February and going on twenty, but you know. Oh. <laughs> now, now with yeah. the Avengers, there's there's nothing big coming up with them, right? Oh, God. oh no, nothing like their you know just versus X Men big event that's coming. No, not at all. Yeah, now we talked about this a little bit last week or whenever the hell we recorded that. I don't even know. But yeah, actually, I, th- I think the the correct term is like we went on a rant about that last week. Yeah, and I it's like day to day I go back and forth about that. I mean, I listened to the last Earth's Mightiest podcast where you like announced that, and like you sounded like you were the generally optimistic one about it, but. Since those other guys aren't here right now, how do you really feel? <laughs> no, it, it, honestly, we're, we're kind of psyched about it just because we all started out as X-Men fans. That was like the thing in the 90s, and that's where we all really got into comics was with the X-Men. And since there's already, what, two, two and a half, X, three X-Men podcasts out there, you know, we, we jumped down to the next best thing that we enjoy, which would, you know, the Avengers books. But if you've been reading the X-Men and you've been following everything since House of M and everything with Hope and this Avengers versus X-Men is kind of it's looking like the culmination of everything. I mean, we finally get to learn who the hell Hope is and what she's about and stuff like that. So I'm optimistic about it. Of course, Marvel in the past has let us down with some events, but you know, it, it looks like they're really tightening their belts on this one. You know, we're not going to have too many crossovers from what it sounds like so far is like one sister title <laughs> to the main book. And then you kind of got two X-Men books and two Avengers books tying into it. Yeah, I keep going back and forth. Like, like all of the X characters versus all the Avengers characters. That sounds just by itself just sounds cool. Like, I want to see that. But it's 12 issues to kind of 13. I don't know if I want to commit to that. But I'm already reading the prologue before I knew it was the prologue. So maybe I should just go with it anyway. I'm like, I it doesn't hurt me at all since I'm already reading both families of titles anyway. That's true. You know, and it's bi-weekly on top of that. So it's like if they're smart, they'll sprinkle in like X-Men and Avengers books in between the main books. So it's like you get like a weekly read. Yeah. Well, plus, isn't um, uh, Remender writing both like X-Force and uh, Secret Avengers? Secret. Yeah, but it well, yeah, but it doesn't really sound like it's going to tie into at least we have any big announcements on it. But Christos Gage is also writing X-Men Legacy and Academy, which is pretty much the students, so I'm hoping we'll see some of the junior class kind of clash a bit as well. Nice. Does anybody else here plan on getting Avengers versus X-Men? I'm thinking about it. I'm not totally committed, but I am thinking about it. Um, I, I read Avengers versus the X-Men in the 80s, and, um, you know, it looks nice. I mean, I've seen, like, I've seen, I've seen the new I've seen like the new promo images and it does look nice. Um, I've like cut back on comics bu- on comics buying. I still read comics. I still buy comics, and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I want you know I want this to work, um, and I you know I hope it's a really good story. But like I kind of got burned out, and which I never thought would happen that I would get burned out on the Avengers. And this is somebody that's been a lifelong fan of the Avengers since childhood. Okay. Um, since childhood, I never thought I'd get burned down the Avengers. X-Men have, have always come and go with me for like 20, 30 years. It's always come and go, always come and go. And 
And so um, I don't know. I want it to work for him, and I, and I hope it does. But um, I'm on the fence. Now, Sean, now you say that you, you read X-Men and Avengers, like, you know, back in the 80s. Now, if this story is something that you think may maybe have been done slightly in the past, then what would you say, you know, what recommendations would you have for new and original type content in comic books? Hmm. Plug, Let's see. Plug. Yes, plug, plug. <laughs> yes, hint, hint. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, no. Um, with everything that's been going on with what I do, for, for those that don't know, I um, I help run Action Lab Entertainment. Um, it's a comic book company that has been producing comic books and original graphic novels since the beginning of this year. And um, the month of December, for those who want to step away from uh, from like the big two and want to try something different, we got something good for you. Three, three things, as a matter of fact. Um, we have what's called the Action Lab Signature Series. And each book um, is signed, numbered, and limited to 500 copies. And there are three different books. One is a storybook slash art book called Monsters Are Just Like Us by artist Super Ugly. And what he does is that he debunks everything you've learned about the things that go bump in the night. And you find out that monsters have to contend with, like, everyday mundane tasks like we do, too. So, like, you know, if, if, like, you have a neighbor or if you have a dog and you got to pick up dog, dog poop, guess what? Monsters have to do that stuff, too, you know? <laughs> monsters have to go water the lawn. You know, monsters have jobs, you know? They, they go laundry. Yes, they got, and they go to Starbucks and get mocha latte and find out they got the wrong thing. So, <laughs> but in this book, it's, um, you know, it's an oversized book, uh, about 44 pages, but it's oversized. And then, like I said, it's a storybook and art book in one. And it's called Monsters Are Just Like Us. Um, limited, once again, sign numbered and limited to 500 copies. And then the other two books we have, one is Spacetime Condominium Season 1, uh, written and drawn by Dave DeWatch, and it adapts the first season of the failed, and I put that in air quotes, failed Canadian sitcom. And it combines Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, Friends, Arrested Development, and Seinfeld, <laughs> all in like one big jumble. And um, you have to you have to see it to believe it. And it's called Space Time Condominium, uh, and it's 80 pages, and once again, signed, numbered, and limited to 500 copies. And then there is a book that years ago I thought would never see the light of day. Um, it's called XO one in the Rock Solid Steel Box. It's an original graphic novel. It's uh, written by uh, me and Adam Bezignotti, drawn by Daniel J. Logan. And basically what I've done is, or what we've done, because I didn't do it by myself, what we've done is we've combined Saturday morning cartoons, robots, and Power Rangers, and like all this crazy stuff into like one big story. And long long story short, this, the uh, premise is when an evil menace, like long forgotten, resurfaces, a media mogul by the name of Peter Ryan's has to accept his destiny and ownership of the super machines known as the Steelbots. But now the fate of the world depends on Peter. His assistant Vanessa, the ghost of his overbearing grandfather, and a couple and a couple that just can't stand each other. So it's a black and white book, 96 pages, only 500 copies for the signature series run. It's a beautiful book. Daniel's artwork is amazing, and it's like gray toning is just and, it's, and everything is fantastic. And um, like I said, years ago this book was just something that was being done for fun, and it's turned into something wonderful. And so uh, yeah. Those three books are currently 
available for pre-order right now. You can go to your comic book store. You can go to dcbservice.com, Tfall, any online shop that allows you to pre-order books and and pre-order your copy uh, for the month of December. Like I said before, all of these are signed, numbered, and limited to 500 copies apiece. So, you know, pre-order your copy now because your store might not order, might might not order one. So, um, but we really hope that people dig the content that you're going to get for your money. And, um, you know, we're doing something different. Like things with Action Lab have been really great. Princeless has taken off in ways that we can never imagine. Uh, The feedback that we've been getting on that is amazing. Comic Book Resources mentioned the space-time condominium a few days ago, which I thought would, you know, something that's really big. When, when like, when like a, kind of a site like CBR mentions space-time condor, when Comics Alliance mentions Princeless, and, like, you start to see, like, stuff from Monsters Are Just Like Us and X01 across the Internet, and, like, you know, you didn't post it yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you know it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah. So, you know what? We also have previews of all three of these books on our site right now. We have previews. Go to actionlabcomics.com. Take a look at them. And so uh, check them out. And if you dig them, go pre-order them. And we thank you. Awesome. Yeah. So now 500 copies is is a very, very small print run. Yeah. Now, the reason why it's 500 copies is because it's, it's signed because these books are signed and numbered. Right. So, like, say, for instance, if they sell out, we will, you know, eventually go back to press – uh, go back to press again for another edition of books later on, but we also will have like convention copies, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like in the convention copies, will be different because those won't be signed and numbered. So, but we will have them available at conventions, and we are also in the process of rebuilding our website to where if you missed out on the chance to to get it, like after December, if you weren't available a, able to pre-order it, well, when we get the when we get the website rebuilt, you'll be able to get a regular copy of the book as well. So you know, eventually. So it's just one of those things where this is kind of like a um, a test for Action Lab by doing this. We've never put up three books at once before, and especially three books of like this size, you know, like like you know like one two like essentially one trade paperback, one OGN, and one art book at, at the same time. Like for a small company, that's a big deal. And the only way in the beginning it's, for us to have control is to keep the number of copies set to like a certain minimum. So, um, you know, so it's, it's kind of like it's a it's a, I guess, a litmus test and um, an experiment all at the same time. So. Uh, so but I think it's going to work out. We've been getting a lot of positive buzz lately. So uh, hopefully uh, this will be for the greater good. So you can also uh, how, how is Action Labs numbers right now since, you know, you all started at the beginning of the year? I know you've been on that hustle like crazy. So um, how are the numbers going? The, the numbers game, the numbers game is good. We're doing all right. Uh, I'll put it to you like this: we're still in previews, so we're doing all right. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As long as we're in previews, we're okay. And um, another issue, an, another issue, honestly, is uh, the digital side of things. I mean, you know, we, we were able to become part of Graphically. They love what we're doing, and and you know, we're part of DriveThroughComics.com, and we're also part of MyDigitalComics.com. We're we're trying to get on with other digital vendors. We have folks ask us all the time, when are you going to be part of Comixology? When are you going to be part of Iverse? And, you know, and I, and I don't know. I don't know. Like, we've knocked on their doors a number of times. And we're waiting for them to answer. And, we're, you know, we have to wait for them to let us in. So, you know, I, I, I can't be ghetto and just, like, kick in doors. <laughs> you know, like, 
you know, I, I have to be a professional and sometimes, you know, there, you know, you want to, you want to play in certain people's sandboxes and sometimes you can't play, uh, you know, you have to wait and it's, sometimes it's nerve wracking, but we still do have digital. We tell people every day, you can't, if you can't get your, get a copy of our book in your comic shop, go to graphically. And, um, you know, and, and a lot, and a lot of times that's what a lot of people have been doing because that's what happened with Princeless. A lot of, you know, we had a, you know, we had good, we had good sales numbers for issue one of Princeless. We really did. Even though that was around the time of the, the DC new 52 relaunch. Mm. And because like that relaunch, that relaunch was killer on indie comics. It was killer because like stores invested money in new 52 and I can't blame them. You know, I can't, you can't blame, you can't blame stores for investing mm-hmm. money in, in the new 52. But at the same time, indies took a hit because of that. But we survived that. And so, um, so no, numbers-wise, we're doing all right. And so, like I said, as long as we're still on previews, we're okay. And like, but if like if you don't see us in previews for consecutive months, you might want to give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> that Sean, I can't remember for the life of me the name of it, but around the time Princeless was coming out, isn't wasn't there some movie that was kind of like Princeless that was also out? And did that? Do you think that affected sales at all? Oh no! There was a trailer for a Pixar movie called Brave. That might be what I'm thinking of. Um, you know what? Like, it actually we haven't had too many people like like mention that. And like the thing with Princeless, Princeless, like the only two things that are similar between Princeless and Brave are the fact that like you know the two lead characters are female. Besides that, the stories are completely different. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, way completely different. Like with with Brave, it's dealing with like a hierarchy issue, a hierarchy issue of, um, you know, a female can't rule a kingdom or or can't, you know, stuff like that. Whereas with Princeless, it's a little bit, it's definitely a lot more than that. It deals with stereotypes. It deals with, you know, females being, you know, being, you know, taking charge and being, you know, action oriented. There are, like I said, there are minor similarities between the two, but story, but story wise, the families between both stories are different. And the stories themselves from beginning to end are different, too. And whereas, like, with Brave, Brave being a movie that's just one story, Princeless, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but Princeless, oh, but pr- the way Princeless works out, Princeless is a miniseries of miniseries. Like, it, after issue four is released, that's volume one. Then you're going to see a volume two and a volume three. So Princeless has a much bigger storyline than Brave does. But that's a good that's a good question though, Dan. I'm serious and and I'm really you know and like it was one of those things I was just waiting for somebody to ask ask that and um, so I appreciate that, man. Yeah, because I like obviously the trailer to Brave didn't make that big of an impression on me, but I it's kind of it stuck out a little bit. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if that because I mean you've made a point of saying like the sales of Princeless Princeless were were pretty good, and so I wasn't sure if like. Yeah. Some mistaken association with the movie might have impacted that at all, or if it was just like completely like nah, nothing or. Oh no no no! It it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt it at all. Not at all. And like you know, and in the first second, I was worried about that too. But you know, we just live. We live in a day and age where, you know, you're going to have things that might might be somewhat similar but different at the same time come out at the same time and not and you not even know it or be be mentioned at the same time and not even know it. So, um, you know, but you just you just have to deal with it and it's all part of the game. You know, I mean, you know, luckily, you know, it wasn't like we, we made Armageddon and then somebody else made uh, what was that movie? Um, Deep Impact. You know, 
it's, it's, it's not like that, you know, and it's not like Ghost of Mars and Mission to Mars. You know, <laughs> we're OK. You know, we're, we're all right. So um, but like any, but if somebody wants to compare us to a Pixar movie, then hell, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> now, didn't you have another book coming out at the same time as Princeless, one that's like not intended for kids or was that Princeless? Um, that was a uh, snowed in. That was a one. There shot. you go. Snowed in. There snowed you go. In. It, it, it was a one shot. And, um, you know, that did pretty well for us. That it, it really did. Like, um, it was funny because we, we are all we're learning things as we go, you know, running this business. And we when we were at San Diego Comic-Con. I wasn't there, but Dave was running the table at San Diego Comic-Con. And we had a princeless preview book and it was a flip book. One side was like a preview of princeless issue one. The other side was a preview of snowed in. And there was there wasn't any scary stuff in the preview, but we got some emails from people saying, um, "I really like Princeless, but was it a good idea to like do a flip book with a with a horror story?" You know, just saying. And realistically, they're right, but also at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like uh, we could afford to do a flip book as opposed to trying to like print two separate preview books. So. But it's, it's it's like a it's a lesson learned. You know, you don't know until you put it out there. Yes, there is common sense stuff, but um, you know, this you know, we were new to the game at that time. But um, but Snowden did pretty good, and and on the digital side of things, you know, it, it held up on its own. So yeah, we're, we're we're proud of it, and you know, the fact that our whole line is diverse. You know, we don't do just one thing. You look at our books, we don't do one thing. We do a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. Didn't that I. I think I'm remembering the right. I I'm very not on top of things right now. <laughs> Didn't um, uh, Snowden accidentally get listed by Diamond as an all ages read instead of a horror? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, we notified them as soon as we saw it in previews. We all look, you know, like you know, Chad called me, and then I called Dave, and and then like I called Sean Gabrin, and we were like, uh, yeah, that's not a kids book, y'all. I'm like, and the, like, and it was it was a mistake. It was honest mistake, and and Diamond let all the vendors know. So you know, Diamond let all the vendors know because the cover should have gave it away. You know, you got a door with a, like with a blood handprint on it. That ain't for kids. <laughs> it means jelly. <laughs> no, it ain't jelly. Oh, read, no. read me this one, Daddy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to read your kids that one, or they're gonna or they're gonna have to go to counseling for a while. Um. It, but it, it all got worked out, and uh, there there were no hard feelings, and you know, and after that we, after that book hit shelves, we got reorders. So uh, you know that was that was a good thing. It was a good thing. It worked out. The, the whole thing about doing this is that there have been a lot of things we've had to learn. I mean, and it's funny that you mentioned that because honestly, like there's been so much stuff going on, you forget that stuff like that happened. You're like, oh crap, that did happen, didn't it? Yeah. You know, and, and and we survived. Like issue two shipped before issue one. And we have a fracture and we survived, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and snow it in, got called a kid's book. We survived, <laughs> you know, um, you know, we, we've made it through. So, you know, you just have to persevere through it. I feel like you have a theme song already for your company. Oh, uh, we got a couple. <laughs> we got a couple. Uh, With all this talk of surviving and all the focus on action lab, uh, can I ask, what is the status of PKD right now? You know what? Um, status of PKD Media is, and that's, and for those, once again, for those who don't know, that's where it all started for me. I'm, I self-published books under my own banner called PKD Media. 
And since then, you know, joining Action Lab and even before that doing podcasting with the PKD Black Box and all this other stuff, stuff with Action Lab has really like absorbed a lot of my a lot of my time. You know, I mean, you know, like like all of you, we all have nine to five jobs, and and then we um, and then we you know we go to work on other stuff. And one thing I realized about PKD is is that like now that you know now I've done this for a few years. Now that I'm with Action Lab, PKD Media can still run, but I it but I'm going to turn PKD Media into a studio. Because PKD Media really does more than comics. We do we do podcasting, we do comics. There are a lot of things that I have my hands in, and I'm running out of hands. But um, there are a lot of things that like I'm trying to do, and I, I feel that PKD Media will be suited better as a studio as opposed to a publisher. So when you know if you order a copy of X01 and the Rock Solid Steelbots this this month. When it will say, you know, you'll see the Action Lab logo on the front cover, but when you open it up on the inside, you'll see the PKD Media logo because it came from that studio. Hmm. And um, so the web, the website will eventually be revamped, um, and you know, so you know, we'll show projects that we're working on, or or you know, links. You know, we're giving you make sure that you're up to date with all of our podcasts, and you know, we're trying to do a lot. I'm trying to do a lot of stuff with PKD Media because. It's, it hasn't died. It's just that I personally haven't had time to go to the site and change things up because I know what the plan is for it. I just haven't had time to get people together and the resources together to get this stuff done. You know, because like getting a website rebuilt, that costs money. <laughs> and and like, you know, so I got to get my resources right, get that rebuilt the way it needs to be rebuilt. And from there, push forward. Oh, yeah. And if nothing else, the fact that you keep the podcast going kind of keeps PKD out there as an entity, as, even if it's like as this this nebulous brand that's still still in everybody's mind, even mm-hmm. if it's not producing like tangible, like physical, like print content or anything. Exactly. Ex- exactly. The goal is that's I mean, and that's why it was called PKD Media, because it just wasn't one thing. And and that's and I, I finally realized that not too long ago. And I said, well, you know, you can, you know, podcasting is a form of media. Comics are a form of media. Anything else you want to do within that realm, that's media. So it's all right to keep the site up because you just need to fix it and you need to change it up. So it resembles more of a studio feel and it's more multimedia driven than just, you know, hey, here's some comics. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's still very important to me. It's my baby. And um, it's been neglected. Uh, you know, it's been neglected, and um, we're going to give it some shine eventually, and it's going to be sooner than later, that's for sure. Oh, um, I had a question, Sean. The, okay. Uh, the Signature Series books, uh, what are we looking at for a price point on those? Okay. Now, for the Signature Series books, because, uh, because, they're, because of what we're doing with them, like, say, for instance, Space Time Condominium Season 1, it's um, it's an 80-page 80 80 digest book, um, once again, signed, numbered, and limited to, to 500 copies. That's full color. That retail, the retail price is fourteen ninety five. If you go to DCBService.com, if I'm if I remember right, I want to say it's twenty five to thirty percent off of a retail price. Um, X01, the Rock Solid Steel Box is ninety six pages, and that is black and white, and that's also fourteen ninety five. And the oversi- oversized book, um, art book, storybook, monsters are just like us, is uh, forty four pages, and that is twelve ninety five. I know what some people are saying. Forty-four pages for twelve ninety-five. That's ludicrous. No, it's 
imagine going back. I'm going to take you back to the old school. Remember when we was kids and we used to read those like little golden books? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, like, you know, they had those like those oversized books and stuff like that. And those like mugs was like 12 pages or 13, 14, 15 pages. And like you looked on the back when you were older and you're like, my mama paid $9.99 for that. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's along that line. It's, but it's, you know, nice size book. And, um, you know, twelve ninety five. It's it's not honestly it's not a bad price at all. I mean, we I've gone to conventions and people will have like art book, story books like the size of this book, and they're charging like thirty bucks. And so, you know, twelve ninety five is a reasonable price. All three of these books should be thirty percent off at DCBService.com, or if you go to Tfall.com, they you know they also have a percentage off of the retail price. So, you know, you don't have to pay full retail price for this book if you pre-order it. You know, unless you go to your comic book shop and they don't give you a discount. Some do, some don't. It all depends on where you go. So, um, you know, the goal is to try to make this stuff as affordable as possible, but also, you know, let the buyers know that they're getting something for it. They're getting a great story, plus they're getting something that a lot of other people can't, you know, won't be able to get. Because once they're gone, if they get another version of it, it's not going to be signed, numbered, and limited. You know what I mean? It's just going to be it's going to be a standard. It's going to be more of a standard thing. And yeah, it, and it makes these books a little bit more, you know, on the quote unquote collectible side. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and, you know, and that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like I like to read books. I, I like to read them more than, than collect them. But for some people, collecting is a big deal. So um, you know, it's you know, it's a give and take. And but um, but yeah, I, these are reasonably priced books, and I definitely strongly suggest. That people uh, go check out the preview pages at our website, and um, you know make it make make your own decision. <laughs> I'll buy them all, but only if I can get number five hundred of each of them. Um, <laughs> I, can't pro- <laughs> I can't promise that. You know, I, I cannot promise you that. That that that, that will be on Diamond because once we ship the books to Diamond, it's from there. They just put them in boxes and give them to the retailers. So it'll be it'll be like a it'll be like the lottery. You know, I can't tell you what you're going to get. I don't want to get stoned. No, you're not going to get stoned. No, we're not. We're not going that far. No, no, no. Not not that one, right? <laughs> no, no, not that one. No, no. It is not the witching hour. No, no, no. <laughs> now with the uh, the digital comic thing, there are the the digital comic companies. They're like actually like dragging their asses as far as accepting people. Um, I won't say that. Because uh, like I'm in, it's kind of like sometimes like when you do this job, you kind of have to be somewhat of a politician. Um, oh right, yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where I put it to you like this: when dealing with graphically, there, there, we're dealing with any digital distributor. There's a process, and each distributor has a different process. With graphically, we went to graphically. I wrote them and I said, "Hey, you know, we are Action Lab Entertainment. Our first book was accepted by Diamond." Um, here's a preview of it. If you want to take a look at it, we would like to be, become a part of Graphically. They looked at it and they said, it's on. Come on down. We filled out a contract. Boom. Done and done. And same with, you know, drivethroughcomics.com. Same with mydigitalcomics.com. And, you know, with other vendors, you never know. I mean, like I said, some vendors, we just knock on the door and we wait for an answer. Because a lot of times that's what you're doing. You knock on a door and wait and wait for an answer. And with the three vendors that I mentioned, they answered us right away. Others, the others, some have, you know, have answered a bit and we've got, you know, we've got a please wait, please be patient with us response. And you just have to take it. You know, you, like I said, you can't, I, I can't go back and cuss them out and say, well, damn it, why, why, why aren't we part of it? You've got this one. Why can't, you know, why can't we be a part of it? 
because it's their it's their business and it's how they run things and regardless of how like I feel about it, you know, I have to just have that stance of well, if we can't be part of them now, we would just have to be a part of them later and and we just have to accept it. Doesn't mean that I like it. You know, doesn't mean that I like it, but at the same time it's like I can't if I like, you know, bad mouth and say, or like start to say, well, this is unfair, that is unfair, then that could hurt future chances of working with those said companies, whether it be right or wrong, whether it be right or wrong, that could hurt future chances and that could hurt, you know, our creators, you know, from getting their books on the sites that don't have us yet. So it's it's a game of politics. And and sometimes it can and sometimes it can be difficult because people who know me know like I, you know I will I will stand up for every single book we publish to the fullest and but it's 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 hard sometimes because it's just like we're we're just as good as this other stuff out here y'all we we are and what else do we have to do to prove to you that you know we're just as good like I you know I was told by like you know some people years ago it's like well if you get in diamond. You know, that's the first step, you know, and that and that proves that you're legitimate. We're in there. We're still putting out books. We're still competing. And, you know, and I was told that was the standard for us to get to some of these places. And, and that's not really the truth. Not to so. mention it's about credibility. I mean, you can't just like start up a, a, a company and then go straight to comics. All of you you gotta you gotta go for the smaller games first, so that way when you're going up to Comicsology, you can say, "Look, we're here, 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 and here," and it's better than just saying, "Um, you want to take a gamble on us?" Right, exactly. <laughs> and and see, and, and the thing is, the thing that really helps us right now, one of the like you said, is credibility, and the second thing is that Princeless has, has been a critical success, and you know, Princeless is a critical success. We you know we feel that Space Time Condo is going to be a, crit- a critical success. And those successes continue to build. More people notice that, and the catalog continues to grow. Now, if the catalog, and once the catalog continues to grow, maybe those other digital vendors will be like, "Hey, won't you come on down?" And that's just the game you have to play. Like I said before, love it or hate it, love it or hate it. It's you know, it's it's nerve wracking, yeah, because I want these creators to have their books everywhere. You know, because people need to see this stuff. You know, I'm passionate about it. They need to see it, and it's just—it's a very hard game to play. Very, very hard game to play. It just—you know—it—it it seems odd to me. And I mean, like, I—I'm not like getting on their case for not accepting, you know, all of your books right away. Um, I mean, like, it just—it seems to me that if I say, you know, okay, here's a song. You know, I, I just introduced a brand new song. Where are you going to go to get it? And I mean, you know, nine times out of ten, people are going to say, oh, I'll just get it off iTunes. Because mm-hmm. they have, like, such a complete selection of, of music. I mean, they don't have everything, but they have so much. Like, they have such an amazing catalog of music now that lots of people will go you know, there to get to get their music. So I mean like, you know, conversely, I would think that if you're a digital comics company, you know, that you're trying to, you know, bring comics to people, that you mm-hmm. would want to have the biggest possible catalog and you would want to accept especially indie indie comic companies that are set up for, for digital. Because yeah. 
you know, it is so much harder to find them in comic stores. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and that also brings back to the point to where, like, us as, like, you know, smaller publishers, uh, smaller publishers have to work out a way to where their own website can handle selling their own content. Because that also provides an additional stimulus for you as a publisher because your profit margins will be higher. Then, you know, like if, if we if we sell a copy of of Fracture through our own website, like just like a print copy, the profit margin from our website is different than a profit margin from, say, for instance, an individual copy from going through Diamond Distribution. If we sell a digital copy of our book, the profit on our own site, the profit margin would be higher than a profit margin from a digital vendor, you know, because there's no there are no fees. This is you're just going straight to the you're going straight from the publisher. So that's you know that's something else that you know all um, publishers need to realize too. And that's not a knock on any of our publishers. Our like you know, our digital our digital vendors, um, you know, graphically is great. Drive through comics is great. My digital comics is great. And we understand the percentages. And um, as far as the percentages, because like the way the game works is is that. When, like, say, for instance, like, Graphically is a perfect example. There are th- there are three different ways on Graphically to buy a comic. You can buy it via your computer. If you, you know, if you have the Graphically program on your computer, you can buy it through the Graphically app on iTunes. You can buy the gra- buy it through the Graphically app on Android. And the percent, the sales percentages are different for all for all three of those. Really? Yeah. That that and that's all and that's that's all I can say. But the sales percentages are different for all three. And there's a reason why I can't get into that, but there's a reason why. And so, you know, and, you know, and it's and it's just it's part of the game. It's part of the business, you know, love it or hate it. And, you know, and I said I have no beef with graphically because they have been the best thing, you know, to happen to us digitally because one, they like us and two, they are very supportive of us. So, um, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, the relationship we have with them is wonderful. You know, no, we're not swimming in dough. You know, we don't have money bins like Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> but um, but you know, we are treated very well by them. Okay, um, just uh, to change the subject really quick, uh, Corwin. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> since you have to, you have to get going soon. Um, you have any uh, any fun plans for the holiday? Uh, eating, sleeping, and reading some good comics. <laughs> Sounds good. And since, you know, the, the new year will be, you know, coming up mm-hmm. right after, um, what are your hopes, what are you looking forward to in 2012, aside from the world not ending? <laughs> what am I looking forward to? Um, uh, just more good comics, honestly. I spend time with the family. Um, would have thought you would say Avengers the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too, that too, that too. But that's kind of a given. I, I have I have total faith in Whedon. You know, he's directing, and I just have total faith that he's going to make that a hit. But you know, I just came back from Japan, like the middle of last month or so. So I've kind of had my little vacation time and time to chill. I, just me and four of my boys went to Japan and just acted a straight fool so i've been kind of mellow since i've been back it's just like okay i've had my time so now it's just kind of chill smooth sailing take care of the family spend time with the family and you know take things slow now 
Very cool. Well, I'm going to say Domo Origato and uh, have a good night, Corwin. All right. Good night, fellas. Good night, Corwin. Thank you, Corwin. Okay. Yeah. And anybody out there who hasn't tried Corwin's show, like, I've listened to Earthsmite's podcast since the beginning. It's it's really entertaining. You know, I think I would describe it as kind of like, it's kind of like a middle ground between us and the Uncanny X-Cast, and it yeah. always keeps me coming back. And, uh, you know, he didn't mention it, which, you know, I don't know what that what that what's that's about. <laughs> I can't talk anymore. Uh, but he also does the Merc Report, which is an all-Deadpool podcast with him and his friend Scott. And they're on, like, the cultural wormhole feed. So, you know, search for that. And, you know, I don't read any Deadpool books. I'm kind of indifferent on Deadpool. But it's still, it's fun to hear them talk about it. Because it's so bizarre. <laughs> I'd probably listen if it was the Murd Report. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Murdo. Yeah. No, we get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like only a couple of people got it. <laughs> Figured I'd expand on that. Uh, what are your uh, holiday plans, Sean? Um, my holiday plans are going to see the in-laws, going to see my family, and, and just try to, like, you know, recuperate a little bit, get a peace of mind, and uh, begin to ramp for uh, for 2012, which will be an extremely busy year. Not saying that 2011 wasn't, <laughs> but um, I just, just to just relax for a little bit and, uh, you know, just uh, try to enjoy, just to try to enjoy the moments of peace. Um, that that will be coming my way really soon. And so I, I love Christmas. It's, so it's like one of my favorite times of the year. And in a few days, I'll be able to just sit down and pull out all the Christmas DVDs and just like watch Charlie Brown and Garfield and Rudolph and uh, you know and and the Santa Claus is coming to town special and <laughs> and then all this other stuff and just like nice. Amen and Shira. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, <laughs> and the Amen and Shira Christmas special. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting there at work, and um, and like I get this text message, and I look, and it's from Jason, and it's a picture, and it's a DVD of the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now I got to see if that's on Netflix so I can get a good laugh. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh man, I remember actually watching that when it was on TV. I oh, probably yes. did. That was the day that that He Man and She Were Christmas special was a big deal when that when that was on TV. Oh yeah, that was a very very big deal. Oh, I definitely watched it. Oh, it was always a big deal when He Man teamed up with Shira. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that they were pulling out all the stops. It's like, oh god, they're meeting again. <laughs> Bring out all the characters. Sell as many toys as possible for the special. <laughs> Uh, hey, we we need Stratos flying in for ten seconds so people remember there's a Stratos toy. Hey, go get them. Okay. <laughs> you know, for two for two planets that were like you know completely separated, like one was in I think a different dimension. <laughs> they could like access that dimension real freaking easy, and like they had never been there ever up until Sorceress was like, oh yeah, by the way, you have a twin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she's right through this door. She's been there the whole time, and she's evil. Yeah, it's like I could have told you that, but you know what? I was kind of hungry, so I had to go to Frisch's and get a big boy and a fry, and um, I forgot. <laughs> she 
She was at the uh, the Brazilian restaurant in Vegas. Hey, Texas Day Brazil will make you forget things, sir. <laughs> <laughs> she probably she probably went through the the freaking the freaking damn door to different dimensions to get there. Also, she she just like hop right through the door, and she'd fit in with Vegas. She, you know, she kind of looks like a showgirl, the sorceress. Yes, <laughs> that is true. And she she's probably thinking when she got there. This isn't where I'm supposed to be. I gotta find Adam's sister, and they're like uh, table for one, and she's like, "Oh, okay," and then sat down and got the bacon wrap fillet, and it was over. She forgot everything. They're bringing out slabs of steak, slabs of ostrich, slabs of cringer, two of each. <laughs> How many cons are you planning on going to this, uh, next year, Sean? Um, if all goes according to plan, probably six. And, um, you know, and also I have to get permission from the missus. And, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I love my, I love my wife and I love my life. And, um, you know, and I got to make sure that, uh, you know, she is, uh, she's cool with it. But like we, we have, we have a show here in Lexington next year in March that, um, it's the very first, uh, comic convention in Lexington and who knows how long. And it's like the Lexington Comic and Toy Con, and it's got a couple of a couple of like old school comic names like Bob McCloud, uh, Mike Grell, and they also have like you know entertainers like from like kids shows that we grew up on, and like this show's kind of it's kind of cool because like it's got a balance of comics, it's got some entertainers that I could care less about that I'm like y'all really don't need to be here, but I'm not gonna say nothing because you know you know because you're trying to bring people in, and and sometimes it's part of the game, but when I found out that uh, that Jason and David Frank, Tommy, from the Power Rangers was going to be there, I was like, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so, like, you know, I got a table. My friend Martheus Wade has a table. So we're going to go, like, you know, you know, meet up with Tommy and, like, talk to him about Power Rangers for a couple of minutes and get real hype and uh, then go sell some comic books. But, um, but no, Lexington Comic Con, uh, anime, anime Blues Fest in Memphis, uh, Super Show just for fun. Um, San Diego Comic Con, Baltimore Comic Con, and possibly New York. That is the that's the schedule. I don't know where the money's going to come from, but that's the <laughs> schedule. Now, Dan. Yeah. If Sean is at New York Comic Con, will you go this year? I'm planning on going. I think I'm going to go. There you go, Sean. You actually got Dan to consider going to New York Comic. Oh yeah, that happened just now. <laughs> <laughs> Let Sean take credit for it. Come on. Okay. Dan, Dan, pack, pack water, pack rations, and pack supplies because I heard that show gets crowded, and it might take you a year to get from one side of the show to the next. Oh yeah, no, I've been before, and I just hope, I hope (laughs) that they actually finish the building before next year's show. (laughs) I thought you were about to say, I, you hope you don't run into Jim Ford. Well, that too. He's a (laughs) douche. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? Oh, we lost oh, no. Jason again. No. Awesome. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Oh, he's completely gone. <laughs> Thank God. He'll oh. be back. He'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back. He, he just has to slap his phone a couple of times, and, and he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. He has yeah. to remind his phone who pays the bills. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yep, he's gone. <laughs> he shall return. Uh... And stronger than ever. <laughs> oh, God, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Awesome. Yeah, this is. This really makes for some great, great podcasting. No, that, that no, that makes for great editing. That's what that makes for. That makes for great editing. Who 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 has to edit this episode again? James. Have fun with that, James. <laughs> It'll be the blo- the blooper show, so like he can bloop, he can uh, edit out my laughing too. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, he's just going to, like, he's going to be like, you know what, I'm going to have some fun. And he's just going to put in, like, random bleeps while we're talking so that, like, we're not actually cursing at all. It's just going to make whatever we're saying sound hysterical. He should. He should do that for the next sentence that anyone says right now. It'll be the X-rated edition. Yes. (laughs) See? Right there? Mark, what, Mark, what Mark said, do it. You, you, need to, you need to come out and bleep this bleeping bleep because this podcast is just so bleeping ridiculous. He's going to bleep everything except the word bleep. Probably not, yes. There'll be Every word that wasn't – I didn't say bleep line. It'll be, ble- it'll be edited out. <laughs> You're like bleep, 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 bleep. Oh, oh man. What are you up to, Mark? I gotta follow all that now. I guess that's my penance for that for that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, how many conventions are you going to next year? At the moment, I am planned for none. At the moment, you should go to Super Show in 142 days. This is going to be tight for anything. I think even oh. for any trips. This yeah, this is going to be a financially. This is going to be a year to recharge the the batteries. So. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not ruling anything out 100, percent but I think this year could be could be tough. You know, New York Comic Con is like pretty close to the end of the year, so maybe that would be the that would be the, probably the only one realistically this year that we could aim for. But we'll have a better idea as the year goes on. Have you been to New York Comic Con at all yet? No, I haven't. Where do you live again? I live upstate New York. I live near oh. Poughkeepsie. Oh. <laughs> you sure it's not Florida? No, it's not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I, for, for the longest time, I was always, uh, always under the impression that Mark was in Florida. <laughs> Even after I mailed him a package, <laughs> yes, it came from upstate New York. <laughs> I thought it came from Florida. I'm like, oh, wow, it made it here from Florida really quick. Uh, I, I used a third part, a third party provider that was in, <laughs> in New York. Uh, he mailed it to Florida and then had them mail it back up. Wow. Such a clever ruse. You'll <laughs> never find him now. That's right. <laughs> uh, Have you got your Yellow Lantern Sinestro figure yet, Mark? Which one? The the oh, the old school one. The one that you and I were both talking about that we didn't have. No, I had. No, Jim didn't have him. I had him. The oh, one from you... the Green Lantern wave? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah Mark's got everything. No, I don't, <laughs> but I do have him. <laughs> well, because they just released that Green Lantern Sinestro, and I was talking to Jim the other day about someday getting that and sending it to him so he could customize it for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice turn it into a devil. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice figure. I saw him yesterday in the in my local comic shop, mm-hmm. and they do have the ring on the right hand. Well, actually, the correct hand, the left hand. 
I meant, <laughs> I meant right as incorrect, not on the right hand, like some of the early promos showed and people were getting all upset. What, uh, who were the other ones from that wave? Worth, uh, Sornik, and... Guy. Yes, just another guy. <laughs> Some other just guy. another guy. Uh, how's Worth look in person? Good. Actually, Worth looks really nice in person, even with his piercings. Is he larger than the other figures, or is it like? No, he's 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 wider. I don't know if he's taller. He is definitely wider. Good. I'd order I'd order a set of those off of uh, Big Bad, and they haven't they haven't shipped yet. So, but I did see him. I saw all of them in person. They're pretty nice. They're, I still say they should make a Worth plushie. I mean, come on. You're going to have a Blue Lantern that's a giant freaking cool elephant? Come on. They should have a lot of plushies. They should have a St. Walker plushie. And then you have the joke plushies just doing Atrocitus and Larflees. <laughs> <laughs> mine! Mine! But only <laughs> only that's... make one Larflees, though. <laughs> he'll, be the, he'll be the chase figure in every set. Yeah. <laughs> and you squeeze him, and that's what he'll say. Mine! Mine! <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you get the Blackest Night four piece action figure set? Because we know Jason got it. Oh, the the box set. Yeah. No, I didn't get the box set. And from what a lot of people are saying, I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Why? Well, I had to get it because I have all the figures now, all the Blackest Night. <laughs> oh, that would that's true. You do because because it's missing all the. It doesn't have any accessories. It doesn't come with monk staff. It doesn't come with a, a, a power bat, power batteries and things like that. So a lot of people were. Right. Yeah, we're upset about that. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't care about that. If the how, if the blue green how was a little better, I wouldn't have cared. I mean, I, I mean, it wouldn't make any sense for him to have a hybrid battery because that makes really no sense. <laughs> so I wouldn't care about that. But not giving Monk his staff is kind of a big faux pas. I mean, come on, every indigo. It's like it's like the American Express card for indigo. The indigo tribe. You can't leave home without it. The staff. <laughs> you gotta have it on you. Like no. I love where we draw the line of what does and doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, no, big blue space elephant. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> he, can, he does come with his power battery. Well, well, as he should. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, hey, Sean, I think I just saw you bought a tank, right? Oh, no, no, no. I haven't bought one yet. I want to. The... Uh... The Thundercats Thunder Tank was on sale at Amazon today for $9.99 and, um, instead of $29.99, and I really wanted it. And then I was like, well, you know what? I was like, let me check the budget. I'm like, well, we can either eat for two days or we can get the Thunder Tank. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat. We're going to eat. Jason's probably got two or three. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like it. It's a, it's a hell of a price because ten bucks for for the Thunder Tank is pretty awesome. I, I remember as a kid wanting the original, you know, from when the original Thundercats series, wanting that Thunder Tank. And uh, but uh, this new one, I love the design, and yeah. it, even, it even comes with like a little snarf. And wow. so uh, you know, so yeah, it's cool, man. There's nothing you, more badass than snarf piloting a tank. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't give you panthro. Oh, hey, look, here's Snarf. Yeah, we had yeah. some, some, some leftover plastic, so we melted it down and painted it red. <laughs> here's some series of Snarf. <laughs> some yeah. leftover Snarf. Yes. <laughs> Yo, Merry, give a little Merry, Snarf over there. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's a Snarf. Uh, when you posted that, I, I thought about it for a few seconds, because I mean, I did have the original Thunder Tank when I was a kid, and I loved that thing. Like, it ended up in so many pieces at some point, like, but 
so this had me thinking like well maybe you know but like i'm i'm actively trying not to spend money on things until like somewhat into january right now so oh no i understand trust me i understand wholeheartedly um you know because uh you know money is tight and uh you know like my whole thing is like as long as i can take care of christmas like christmas is a lot smaller for me this year it's just one of those things you said i just had to be realistic it's like i want to give till it hurts well you know i'm kind of hurting right now so it's like (laughs) you know so you know you can only give so much you can only give so much but um you know so i told some people some of y'all gonna have to wait till after christmas and um but if my if y'all can wait till after christmas it's cool but you know i'm like i gotta handle i gotta handle what i can handle it's like i can't be getting presents for everybody and like not make sure that like you know my wife isn't taken care of you know although we agreed and i put that in air quotes agreed to not get <laughs> to get us get ourselves stu- you know stuff for each other this year it's like i can't do that man i like that's like that's like a fat kid not liking cake not liking cake you know what i mean it's like i, I gotta I, I gotta i gotta make sure that like you know the missus has a christmas gifts and uh and like I was, a, I was once a fat kid, and I still love cake. I need to also put that out there. Cake is a, cake, cake is to, a wonderful thing. Not to offend the fat kids listening to our podcast. Exactly. Hey, eat, eat that cake as long as you don't get the diabetes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. You know, go out, run a lap or two, and and you're gonna be all right. You know, go ahead and eat that cake, but you got to balance it. I love, I love cake. <laughs> been a public service service announcement yes yes Sean <laughs> and the can the cake council <laughs> but i you know but i can honestly say cake is not a vegetable okay it's not a vegetable pizza is apparently oh, don't even start that mess <laughs> oh. Sean, Pryor, Sean Pryor and Michelle Obama fighting childhood obesity <laughs> One, yeah, slice, one slice at a time. Yeah, don't, 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 don't let me do a comic book on childhood obesity. Don't let me do it. It, it should be like a, it'd be like a dude like Sergeant Slaughter yelling at kids, hey, don't eat that. And kids would be crying and all scared. Oh, no. Would not be good. No, no. The more you know. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughterhouse with little yes. kids that if they don't lose weight, then they get taken to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> See, It'll now be we're a children's God. horror story. <laughs> we are going. We are Where's going. The celebrity places. Fit Club. <laughs> we are going places that we should not go right now. Well, you know, I think <laughs> since you had a flip book, which was a kids book and a horror book on the other side, <laughs> just merge the ideas. Touche. <laughs> good idea. Good. Good call. Good call. <laughs> oh, I'd probably buy that though. <laughs> <laughs> so now, have all y'all got y'all's Christmas shopping all done, and and, and you finished, and you you ready? Or oh, the, the laughter! I take the laughter designates as a no. <laughs> I'll be starting soon. <laughs> <laughs> and by you soon, have, you only have mean, ten days to go, Jim. You got yeah. plenty of time. <laughs> I'll be starting soon, and by soon, I mean next week. <laughs> I have zero faith in you getting your Secret Santa thing out. <laughs> on Saturday? Yeah. Oh. Zero. You don't even understand. Is there a number lower than zero that's not like... <laughs> before we have to start messing with negatives and all that shit, because that's how much I have. I mean, at this stage of the game, I, I kind of have very little faith in myself getting it out on Saturday also. Definitely be mailed out by Groundhog's Day, though. 
no, it'll be it'll be within like you know a day or two of of the deadline. But uh, oh god, yeah. We forget Christmas. We'll get to them before 2011 is over. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Oh, good. Although for some reason, the the town that I live in, you know, it's like I live in, you know, a fairly busy town on Long Island in New York. Not Florida, poor market. (laughs) (laughs) With the, the the mail system here, you would think that I lived in the middle of a swamp on on a deserted island where the mail flew over like once every month and dropped a crate, and that was basically it. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like I, I I'm I'm checking my tracking numbers for things that I'm sending to people and things that I'm supposed to be receiving, and like things that should take like three or four days, it's taking like a week. A week and a half. It's like, I don't live in the backwoods of, I don't know, some place that has backwoods. <laughs> Narnia. Nicely said. Yes, I don't live through through the wardrobe. It would probably come faster if I lived on the other side of a, of a wardrobe. Uh, oh, well, my, my secret sand is ready, present is ready to go. I just... Need to find the postage <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll we'll get it get it sent out at, at a good time because the postal service is like you know they got a lot of stuff and with these layoffs and them supposedly closing down stations. <laughs> no, that's next year. But sorting stations next year. But they've really slowed their role in our neighborhood. Like well, over the. I don't. I don't have a job, so that's my problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, you just take your time then. You take your time. <laughs> and you mail it when you can mail it, and you know, you know, don't be stressing, don't be stressing, man. Cod chat, cod. Check this out. Hey, Chad. Yeah. Chad. Talk to me after the podcast. Uh, okay. So you can owe <laughs> Jason <laughs> more money. Shut <laughs> <laughs> You didn't owe me no. any money. We're good. I didn't know what we were talking about, but it, that, that was a little like getting called to the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> we knew what he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of us knew what he meant, except for you. <laughs> so I'm the only one left who is terrified of Jason? <laughs> yes. you, should, you should not be terrified of Jason. No, you, no, you, no. You, you, that's what he wants. That's what Chad, he wants. Chad should. No, Chad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yes. not hear it? Have you not been listening to the show, Sean? Oh, no, Jason I yelled at me. He goes, <laughs> I took, he screamed at me. I took you to Super Show Fucker about 12 times. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking shit, fucker. <laughs> Here comes the bleeping. <laughs> I think we just all, even you, we just all assume the worst when it comes to Chad. It's like, before you got on the line tonight, Jim's like, all right, before Chad gets on, I have to vent. And I'm just like, what did he do? What did Chad do? It was completely not related. I'm like, no, not about Chad. No, no. <sighs> but seriously, it was about you, Chad. I know. <laughs> he was like, you know what? That asshole called me out on the forums about these contests. <laughs> Man... They joke because they love. Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> yeah, close enough. 
Yeah, we really love you. <laughs> that was just creepy. Uh, that's the trend for tonight. It's definitely part of the emotional spectrum. You can choose. You can. We can take bets. So it's probably love, though. <laughs> I went into uh, what is that? Um, Spencer's in uh, the mall. The weird novelty shit, you know, gift shop. Those are yeah. still up and running. Some of them, yeah. I don't think they have as many of them around, but... There's at least one in Jersey, I know of. Yeah. But, uh... Like, as soon as I walked in, like, I, I saw something, it's like, oh, man. I'm like, I want to buy this for myself so bad. But there's, like, a, a an actual probability of somebody getting this for me as a, a Christmas gift. I think you really need to say what it is, because it's Spencer's... And this could be anything. <laughs> oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about the Green Lantern Snuggie. I saw it yeah. uh, in Spencer's the other day too. And it's only twenty dollars. Oh god. Yeah, oh, man. I what? want that. Why? 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 Because it's comfortable and it's Green Lantern and it's a Snuggie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was I was with you for the first two thirds of that. So there you go. Close enough. Two thirds. That's like more than fifty percent. Well, I saw they had put out the Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman Snuggies, so I figured that a Green Lantern one wasn't coming, so I went ahead and bought the Batman one, as I should, according to Jason. <laughs> but uh, but I gotta admit, man, those 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 Snuggies, at least those those particular brand, whatever they're making it with, those aren't all that warm. They're just more for look than anything. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think they're that warm. I heard somebody once complain that it didn't keep them warm outside. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing that in my underwear, and I just wasn't that warm. The other my thing ass was had... freezing. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like the hospital. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the hospital gown of robes. It's like. <laughs> uh, the other thing that they had was uh, a brand new belt buckle. Um, in black and green. Has anybody seen that one yet? Mm-hmm. It's so uh, round. I, I saw the wallet the, with the chain. Uh, yeah, they built that. That one they've had. Okay. Um, the but the, the belt buckle. It's a round belt buckle. Um, it's got like a green border and the green symbol and everything else is black on it. It's actually like really nice looking. <sighs> <clears throat> And yeah, then it, was, I, uh, it was my uh, sister's boyfriend's birthday the other day, and I only had like seven bucks to my name. So I was trying to my well, I accompanied my my sister to the the mall, and uh, I was kind of poking through Spencer's for cheap stuff. But I ended up going to GameStop and getting him the uh, Nightwing download for Arkham City because that's only like seven bucks. Hmm. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. And I remember the days where I, could, where I had time to play video games. I, sometimes there are days where I miss those days, and like this is why I'm so glad I never buy video games brand new anymore. Because <laughs> by the time I get to them, they'll be, only be worth nine ninety nine. Yeah. You know, so like I don't feel bad that like I bought Lego Batman two years after it came out. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. So I feel a lot better about that. You know, so like if you ever see me tweet. 
oh man, this Kung Fu Panda game is great. And they're like, <laughs> they're like yo man, you know Kung Fu Panda had a, had a movie sequel and a TV show now, right? I'm like, listen, I just got this. Shut up. <laughs> you know. So, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm always behind. I empathize with you. This is why I keep my Super Nintendo in working order. <laughs> hey, man, hey, somebody got to represent for Star Fox, okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> somebody got to represent. Uh, I, uh, I got Lego Indiana Jones last Christmas. And I'm hoping to actually play it before next Christmas comes around. <laughs> you know, like, we we uh, bought a, a Kinect for the Xbox, so, so um, you know, my, my wife wanted to play in the Michael Jackson Experience game, and, and we got it, and we cooked up the Kinect and got everything set up, and... And so she was, like, playing it, and I was like, well, I'm going to go to the store. I was, like, going to GameStop and just selling some, like, old games that I didn't want to play anymore. And, like, we were also getting rid of our Nintendo Wii. It's like, we only need one game system in this house, not two. So let's go ahead and get rid of this. We'll get some store credit, and if we want to get some games later, we can do that. So I go. I go a couple places, sell some games, blah, blah, blah. And I come back. It's, like, about an hour and a half has passed, and she's still playing. And I'm like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, worked up a sweat. You know, she's like, I'm having fun. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get something for me. And I went and I, like, I had some store credit. And like I got like the Star Wars Blu-ray box set. So I come back and it's like, it's been over two hours now. And she's still playing. I'm like, you might want to stop. She's like, I'm good. I'm good. So she finished playing like 15 minutes after I said that. She, she had played for like about two, uh, two hours, 30 minutes straight. Wow. And the next day she got up out of bed. She was like, never let me play. <laughs> for that long ever again she's like i'm sore never let me play that game for two out over two hours straight i was like okay no problem does it teach you how to moonwalk properly because i still can't get that shit down no no one can no no one can. <laughs> and anybody that tells you they that they got it down is a damn liar okay <laughs> you know i mean there are still physicists trying to figure out the ways <laughs> and means of motion that he that Michael used to moonwalk across that floor. So no, 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 no. <laughs> mm. I'm waiting till uh, they make enough upgrades to the Connect software and hardware, so that like <laughs> you can actually like create three dimensional you know visions of yourself and transmit them. So it's <laughs> like you're almost like there with somebody. Oh, uh, yo! You want the Star Wars holograms? Basically, yes. I want the Star Wars holograms. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah, we're almost there, man. Believe, believe you me, we are almost there. Well, um, within ten years, all right. They've already figured out how to make holograms. It's just like they said, within like ten to fifteen years, before it's in every household. Yep, that that definitely takes uh, take Skype calls to an all new level. Forget. <laughs> Forget Skype calls. Can you imagine the holofoil covers we'll have on comics then? <laughs> like the <laughs> next issue of like an Action Lab book will have like a little button you press and it's just a holographic Sean Pryor that comes up and like gives you a thumbs up and then disappears. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind. That, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Pops up tells you why you should buy the comic. Right. Mm. Buy my book. Buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an ad for his favorite Vegas restaurant. Yes, <laughs> there will be there will be ads for Texas Day Brazil like every fourth page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Jason, <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, the same thing we do every year. Uh, the Christmas Eve, we go to my mother-in-law's house and have tamales and pozole and birria. And then uh, Christmas Day, I make uh, four rack prime rib, slow cook it all day. Wow. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we go to sleep late and the kids get up early. And we get up, and when they get up, they're allowed to go look at their stocking, and they can go through their stocking. But, uh, you know, they can't go through presents until we all get up. So as soon as they come in, we like, give us 10 more minutes, please, because we're, <laughs> we're usually up late wrapping presents and stuff. So, But this year, only one is aware. Only one thinks that, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't want to say because I might be kids listening. <laughs> <laughs> because the F-bombs didn't scare them away. Fuck <laughs> that. They can listen to that. <laughs> I'm not destroying their childhood. <laughs> what Jason doesn't actually tell you is that his uh, his actual Christmas plans are he's going to go, he's going to head up north. He's going to meet up with his old buddy, Yukon Cornelius. So he <laughs> Yukon Cornelius is one of the greatest characters in the history of media. The Why Yukon Cornelius does not have a comic book or his own animated series is beyond me. I would put out an OGN every holiday season where he would be battling or trying to discover something that was new to the world, and it would sell. Yukon Cornelius is badass. Dude, I don't see. I'm getting hyped because, like, that's why. I, like, I, that's why I love. I love the Rudolph special for one reason. Yukon Cornelius because he gets hype and he screams gold. And he throws the pick, the pick in the air, and it lands somewhere, and then he licks it. And he's like, nothing. I, you know, I, I, I love that. That is so freaking awesome. Why is well, no one? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. You, you, you got a publishing company now. Get on that shit. Quit just talking about it. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That that means we have to we have to like afford a we have we have to be able to afford a licensing fee first. They don't give away they don't give away that stuff for free. You, you know they don't give that away free. If they did, there would be a Yukon Cornelius book out by Action Lab next week. <laughs> you, know. you ever see uh, Mad TV's Raging Rudolph? Oh, oh yes, yes. With Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. That was ultra violent. Oh, it was man. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was real good. I I I used the characters from Rudolph when I did like a little t- take off on the Terminator. That was pretty. It was, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, well? <laughs> I'll send the, I'll send it to you. It's actually pretty good. It's a, it actually was can't do anything with it again. The whole the, the whole licensing thing, but it's actually it's it's the Rudolphinator. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> 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 Are we actually going to talk about Green Lantern? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. Wait, have we have we talked to Sean or Mark about the movie yet? Since um, the it came out, I, I I will put in my two cents on this before before I before I bounce and get ready to deal with the crazy people at work tomorrow. <laughs> Here's how I feel about the Green Lantern movie. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> it's not that it was bad. It's Uh-oh. not that it was good. It was it was there. There was there were some things that I think kids and like the, the like the kid in me would really enjoy, but there were some parts where I'm like, why are we re? You know, it just it was just boring in some parts. 
And but like I like what they did with the ring, you know, when when Hal got mad and he like, you know, he willed that ring, he like make a big fist. That was cool. It's just like, you know, some old school comic book stuff. You know, he saved that truck with like the springs. That's really cool. Made made a machine gun. That's really cool. But I'm the things that annoy me. It's like you you mean to tell me you going to show me Oa, show me all these guardians, get me all hype. And then Green Lantern has to go solve this big problem by himself. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for nothing. You, you know, it's that movie could have been so much better than what it actually was. And and I think another thing that hurt it was that it really came off like that DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers was trying to shove force you to like Green Lantern. And I'm, you know, and, I, and, and a lot the Hollywood machine has, has the has the ability to do that sometimes. Like, listen, we're going to make you like this, damn it. And because you're supposed to like it. And I'm like, you know, people will like something on their own if you give them the chance. And and like, you know, in the backlash that followed, it was, was low box office receipts um, in, in turn. You know, I thought Mark Strong was cool as Sinestro. That was Sinestro. Yes. Great job there. You know, all all the core members look great, but the stuff on Earth was boring. You know, and like Blake Lively, she's a beautiful woman. I think she's a pretty decent actress, but I don't think she fit for this movie. I really don't. And um, I, you know, and the thing is, I go into like watching these superhero movies. I go in with like a low set of standards, okay? Because some people take this stuff a little too seriously. It's a comic book movie. It's based off comic book. I'm like, listen, in the 80s, we paid money to go see Superman 3. Okay? Let's be real about this, ladies and gentlemen. You paid money to see Richard Pryor hand Superman a piece of kryptonite with tar in it. And did it (laughs) and deal with it. You watch that shit, okay? I love that one. God, man, you know, I take so much crap for, like, (laughs) Superman 3, and even Batman 3. Batman Forever was awesome. No, it wasn't. Well, no, no, no. Batman Forever was okay. Awesome? No, 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 no. no. Hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Tommy Lee Jones is two-faced. He's supposed to be handsome on one side and deformed on the other. Not deformed on both, just in the trouble. Oh, That's old. He had the same amount of wrinkles on both sides of his face. (laughs) No, man. Billy D. Williams was supposed to be two-faced. No, man, Tim Burton, man. You know, I I shouldn't say Tim Burton wasn't having that because Tim Burton was the one that used him in the first movie. He used Billy D. in the first movie, and then it was just like, oh, it's Tommy Lee Jones. I'm like, what? And But the thing that got me about two-face, and I know I'm going off the track, the beginning of Batman, uh, Batman Forever, he's playing two-face. But when Jim Carrey shows up, uh, he become the Two Face becomes the Joker, and I'm like, no, no, this is this is whack, you know. Like I can deal with like the the blend the blender in the middle of the ocean with laser beams coming out of it. I can deal with that, <laughs> you know. It's it's silly, it's stupid. I can accept that, but the other stuff, no. But it's but that goes back to my whole point. It's like we've hit this level where people want to take these superhero films so seriously. It's fantasy. And and Green Lantern is fantasy, but I think it was a forced fantasy, and and you see the end result of it, where it's a mishmash of problems. It's like, your first villain you want to have in this movie is Hector Hammond? 
really? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You, you, you know, and it's like, and, and once again, I'm not saying it as like, like a, a comic book nerd. I'm just saying it's like, listen, I want to see a superhero fight a supervillain. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like Superman Returns. I don't want to see a movie about kryptonite real estate. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why the hell did I pay money to see that? That's boring. I want to see Superman, you know, be a brooding baby daddy stalker. No. <laughs> yeah, that was abysmal. <laughs> no, I, I want to see superheroes versus supervillains, and that's the point. But these, you know, these companies are taking this shit way too serious now, and they need to fall back and realize it's fantasy. And, um, you know, and realize that the days of those Spider-Man numbers from the first Spider-Man movie, those numbers are done. It's too hard to get that stuff back because once you have something come out like that for the first time, everything else is going to make less afterwards because it's been like superhero stuff has been done. So the average, you know, they're like, well, well, you know, this, you know, Green Lantern didn't make 500, 600 million dollars. Of course it didn't. We've had superhero movies for like the last decade. Things change. So, you know, just have fun with this shit and quit trying to be so serious about this, man. And keep a mask on. <laughs> Sorry. And then that, and that, then that was my nerd right there. You know, that's something else that annoys me. I'm like, look, you pay money for these actors, fine. But it's like, listen, when I read a comic book, they keep their mask on. <laughs> so keep the mask on. Yeah. That's actually why Good I'm goal. kind of... Oh, that's actually why I'm kind of looking forward to Avengers, because, like, I'm expecting that to just be, like, a big, nonetheless, I don't want to say big dumb, but kind of, be, like, big dumb fun action movie that just happens to be, like, hopefully well-written, too, and well <laughs> with good actors in it, so I expect good things out of it. Yeah, I- I'm hoping for that, too. You, you know, it's, and I've been, like, and I've been waiting for this. It's like, you had a movie to set up the next movie, a movie to set up the next movie, a movie to set up the next movie, and a movie to set up the Avengers. So it's like, listen, when the Avengers starts, there better not be a movie to set up another damn movie. I just, <laughs> I want a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Well, they're already talking about how um, I think Iron Man three is the next one after Avengers, and that's supposed to start like the march to Avengers two or something. So I don't know. And then Thor two, first Thor two is in the works as well. And the, depending on how Avengers does and how popular the characters are, they might do a Hawkeye spinoff. So, mm. well, what, what interests me about the the movie lineup for next year is supposedly Scott Snyder or not Scotters, Zack Snyder's uh, Man of Steel is ahead of schedule, and uh, Peter Jackson's Hobbit movie is behind. So they're talking about switching slots. So it's very possible that. We could get Man of Steel and Dark Knight Rises in the same year. Oh, that'd be so dope! Wow. Dark Knight Rises is really looking interesting, and originally I was much more looking forward to the Avengers. But the more, the more you, it, well, you find out of these by rumor and by innuendo how much what, what it's shaping up to be like, and how much of, into the Bane storyline, the Nightfall storyline, they may you know tap into to. I'm really looking forward to Dark Knight Rises. I I find it interesting that like when people say, oh, you know, Batman, they they can't really break Batman's back. You can't do that in all in one movie. And he's like, do you realize how long the the Dark Knight was? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if the movie's like, if if he pulls in a movie, if Nolan brings in the movie around two hours, two thirty, two forty, you 
He could, you could break his back at the end of the first hour of the movie, and you still have an hour and 40 minutes to have him recover and come back. There's plenty of time to do that. Well, not not to mention, supposedly, the setting for the – well, it's not supposedly. It's been confirmed. The setting for Dark Knight Rises takes place eight years after uh, the Dark right. Knight ended. Yeah, the, so. which it's, it's just so like cool to think about. Like they could – they're at the point – they could literally do pretty much anything with this movie. They could end it pretty much any way. Have you seen the teaser poster for it? Yeah, no, with yeah, the, with Bane uh, walking away. Oh, and then the shattered back, shattered yeah, back. Oh, it was yeah. so dope. It's so weird. Like I'm going into this movie with like 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 usually with the movie I'm going in like cautiously optimistic. Like oh okay this could be awesome. I hope they don't screw it up. But with this like like I have virtually no doubts whatsoever. Like I'm in my mind is like okay you know what? it's going to be great. I just have to sit down and see how it's great, you know. Yeah, and uh, n- not to mention they 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 could yeah, like you said they could they could do anything with this and and we're hearing all this stuff about Bane and not to mention the uh, the Mission Impossible movie came out and if you go see it in IMAX theaters in certain locations they're playing a six minute preview for The Dark Knight Rises before the movie hmm. and that that preview has been leaked online if you can find it. Um, but they're giving us so much information about Bane, but they're not telling us anything about Catwoman, which makes me wonder, oh, shit, what's happening? <laughs> it's like saving the best for last, you know? Oh, maybe they'll bring in Halle Berry. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, considering... Oh, oh, God, this is Jim Ford talking. He probably thinks that's one of the greatest comic movies ever made. <laughs> God, that costume. <laughs> that costume was so horrible in that movie. Who thought that was a good idea? Everything about that movie was horrible. Yes. 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 You know, I, I remember when they said, yeah, we got Halle Berry to do Catwoman. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I saw the poster. And I was like, oh, this is not a good look. And then I went to the movie theater with friends and we saw the trailer. And my friend looked, you know, I looked at my friend Jack and Jack looked at me and he said, this <laughs> this film has set the civil rights movement back 20 years. <laughs> and I'm like, this is such a bad look. And then we saw a trailer for Soul Plane, and they said, no, that movie's such a Soul Plane <laughs> movie in about 25 years. That's a double feature for you. Yeah, oh, awful. You mean awful. that's not how it really is, man? Don't, don't even get me started, man. <laughs> don't for, even get me started. Forgive oh. him. He's from Texas. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. oh, boy. this is – folks are just ruthless in here tonight. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Well, it's Christmas. We have to be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, check it. Listen, I hate to cut and run, gentlemen, but I do have to go. Um, You know, I'm sorry about that. Don't mean to leave y'all hanging. But but no, listen, I had a really great time being here this evening. Thank you for, for, like, letting me talk about this action lab stuff and, uh, you know, all your questions and, you know, sharing in some laughs and, and everything. And, you know, I'm, you know, always thankful for that. Like, you know, I'm, you know, and I appreciate it. And the fact that, um, you know, throughout everything from like the very first time I hopped on the show, talking to blackest night stuff to talking with y'all, you know, last time we did this and now this time it, it, it always means a lot to me and I'm very thankful for it. So, uh, you know, thank you. You know, I, I thank each and every one of y'all. We love having you on, Sean, so uh, yeah. thanks for coming by. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. You know, you need me, give me a holler. So uh, I might always be on the run, but I'm always willing to, 
you know, try to do my best to make time for those who took out and, and make time for me and, you know, and vice versa, you know, because, uh, you know, like I said, you, you're getting older. We keep trying to do all this stuff. It's, we get all busy and all caught up in stuff. But sometimes, you know, when we do stuff like this, it kind of, you know, you know, we get some laughs in and, and you know, we, and we remember like little things that make us happy. You know, un- unlike Superman Returns, which made no one happy. <laughs> yes, um, more like Superman 3. Y- yes, yes, Superman 3. Hey, Richard Pryor dressed up like a general and celebrated like Little Ricky's birthday because Superman saved Little Ricky from like a corn thresher. And he handed Superman a synthetic kryptonite rock with tar in it. No one, did anyone watch Superman 1 or 2? Did anyone? No. That is, I'm, I'm telling you, know, and the thing I, I joke about as a kid, I love that movie. And, I, and then like about a month ago, I watched it. And I really wondered how much cocaine was used by the director, producers, and writers of Superman 3 because cocaine must have been wild in the streets when they made that movie. Superman punched a hole in a tanker. <laughs> he fought himself, and he Superman fought Clark Kent in a junkyard. <laughs> he fixed the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and, 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 you know, and kind of like an innuendo way, he got a blowjob on the Statue of Liberty. You don't see it, but it's kind of implied. So go back and watch it. I know know what you're thinking. Sean is real crazy right now. What is his problem? (laughs) I'm telling you, go back and watch it. There is some really jacked up stuff in that movie. But no, I I digress. But listen, you know. uh, (laughs) He has has two words for us. Yukon Cornelius. Yes, exactly. And on a high note. <laughs> yes, Yukon Cornelius. Yes, indeed. But, but thank you so much, y'all. And um, I can't say thanks enough, and I appreciate it. Y'all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and, and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, be good to each other. Good luck, Sean. We'll uh, see you at Super Show. All right. Y'all take it easy. Take care. Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas. Mark, entertain us. <laughs> it's way too tough an act to follow. Come on. Dance, just a dance. Uh, guys, it's it's just us now. It's just us and Mark. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Whatever happened to John? Uh, he had to work, but he'll be on eventually. Eventually. As long as we're still recording, he'll be on. How long is that? <laughs> I don't know. Version is it, version two point oh. Isn't Megon? Huh? Isn't Megon? Is she? Uh, I don't know. I actually don't think I have Meg. Yeah, it says it says away, but I don't know. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, <clears throat> well. <clears throat> <laughs> The awkward silence. <laughs> oh, by the way, earlier, <laughs> I was implying that Jason was the abominable snowman. Oh, I got that. Right. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, remember that one, I don't remember what it was called, but it was one of those uh, Christmas specials where you had this, count, this council of like mythological figures that all convened to decide whether or not Santa Claus should live or die. Remember that? No, no, I've never heard of that ever. Wait, nobody remembers that? Really? No. No. Oh. 
Should we kill Santa? What? <laughs> no, no, it was like, like, should we make him an immortal so he can continue doing Santa things? Oh. Remember that? Their leader had, like, big antlers or something? No. No, I don't remember that. <sighs> well, I could see Jason being part of their group. <laughs> <laughs> What I can't remember, like I can never remember. It's one of my favorite holiday movies, but I can't remember the title. It's the one with the snow miser, meat miser. Oh, year without a Santa Claus. Okay, that's it. All right. In fact, the uh, the pop vinyls from Funko, yes. they uh, they had <laughs> the, at Target the heat miser, cold miser. They had Santa, Rudolph, <laughs> and I think the abominable snowman. Yeah, I'm. I've decided I'm going to assemble the greatest super team ever out of those things. They've got they've got Santa Claus, they've got Ozzy Osbourne, they've, <laughs> they've got they've got Count Chocula, they've got Jason, like the horror movie Jason, and they've got like uh, Flashpoint Batman. <laughs> so that right there. That is unfreaking stoppable. <laughs> they should put a voice chip in Ozzy, not that you'd understand him. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you just hold, a, hold the microphone out and record traffic for 10 seconds. And <laughs> 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 it sounded like a bus. Yeah, that's Ozzy. <laughs> uh, he sounds like wind blowing through a door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of doors, I think Meg hung up on us. I don't know why that's speaking of doors, but whatever. <laughs> I oh, she's, she she said she has to come upstairs. Uh, she has to get upstairs first, and then she'll join the call. Uh. <clears throat> oh, I sent all you guys my Rodolfinator, by the way. I emailed it over to you. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I, I accidentally deleted it. Did you really? On purpose. From all of our... On purpose? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not good. <laughs> Did you send it to the LanternCast email account? That's the only one I have for the three for the three of you other than Jim, so I did. Jim, I used his, the one I usually use. But for you guys, yeah, I, I used your LanternCast <laughs> one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. I'm the only one that actually got it sent to the real email. <laughs> I could only... I only had what I had, so. So does that mean my Lantern Cast email account actually has some something in the inbox now? Should. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Chad log in, and he's got like emails from Jeff Johns, emails from uh, Alan Moore, emails from Judd Winnick. We want to be on the podcast. And publish wor- clearinghouse. I'm actually working on Jeff Johns right now. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like dental work? Well, it's almost like pulling teeth. Oh! <laughs> Zing! See if can get him on for the next episode. Yeah, I'll get on that. He's not, he's not doing anything else. <laughs> Zing! <clears throat> oh, you meant Jeff Johns. Yes. 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 Oh. <laughs> God. Too many uh, bad movies have rotted your brain. And Tom may or may not be hooking me up with a chance to interview some other people he knows. 
Me and Tom have maintained a good friendship after that interview, so. Oh, that Tom. I'm like, who the hell's Tom? Yeah, him and Tom. Oh, yeah, Tom. you know, Tom. Tom. Tommy. Tom. Tominator. Chad's, Chad's strictly on a first-name basis with him. <laughs> uh, I would tell you a story, but then you'd never stop making fun of me, so never mind. Oh, please tell us the story. <laughs> <laughs> now you must tell us the story. I will. You know what? I will tell you this story if Jason tells us one of his stories. Okay, you first. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's got to uh, be. Which story? Uh, keep it an upbeat one, because it is the Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Which story you want to hear? Besides, I can only kill somebody. The one where you, the one where you and the council voted to let Santa Claus live. <laughs> The time you wrestled with Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Meg. Meg? Hi. Hey, Meg. Hello. Hey, Meg. <laughs> Uncle Jason's about to tell us a story. Oh, boy, I love stories. <laughs> oh, I wish you guys want to hear. Um... <laughs> The time they brought you to life out of stone? Which one do I told? Um, Chad, the Chronicler. Uh, you've told the Wonder Woman one. You've told the Kevlar gloves in your glove compartment one. <laughs> <laughs> you, and uh, I can't remember which is it. What's the other one you told? Did I ever tell the Thai bomber story? I don't think so. Doesn't sound familiar. All right, so the Thai bombers were coming out when they were releasing the Star Wars vehicles. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was collecting all the Star Wars vehicles. So I was like, dude, if you see one, pick one up for me. I'm like, all right, cool. So I was at Walmart, and they were on the bottom shelf, so I squat down kind of like in a catcher stance. And I grabbed one of them. The box was kind of a little messed up, so I put that one back, and I grabbed the other one that there was. And this guy comes up and he's like, hey, can you hand me that other one? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I hand him the one. He's like, you know what? Give me the one that you got. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. He goes, no, you don't understand. I'm a collector. <laughs> okay. That doesn't mean a thing to me. He goes, no, no, no. That one has a better box. I want that one. I'm like, no. He's like, no, no. I'm a collector. <laughs> I'm like, well, says my buddy, and I don't care. And I swear to God, he goes to grab it out of my hands. Now, mind you, I'm squatting this whole time. So he goes, he physically puts his hands on the TIE bomber, at which point I stood up slowly for dramatic effect, and I kept going and going and going, and I looked down at him, and I kind of cocked my head to the left a little bit, kind of like, you know, the dog was confused. And he goes, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And just backed out of the aisles and kept repeating, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. With his hands up. Just trying to get away from the situation as fast as we could. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Now, Chad, your what's, your, what's your embarrassing <laughs> story? <laughs> so, uh, Tom put on that he was going to be on Ustream. Uh, this is Tom Wynn, the inker for a lot of Green Lantern stuff, if you guys don't know. Um, and uh, I've been maintaining a conversation with him for a while, but uh, he hasn't 
like I, I don't like talking to people on Facebook who are truly a friend of mine. Uh, I try to do find a way to to talk to them in a more personal way. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll log on to the UStream thing. So I logged on to his UStream feed and uh, started talking with him. And um, I talked to him for about half an hour. And during the, the whole conversation, uh, he would take breaks during his workout routine <laughs> to talk to me. <laughs> so I was alone on Ustream with <laughs> Tom Wynn as he was working out. <laughs> <laughs> You're in workout, buddy. <laughs> uh, I guess I was internet spotting him, but <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I might as well admit that one to the to the masses there. <laughs> At any point where you're like, "Come on, three more," <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. No, but it it got awkward when he goes, "Are you sure you don't want me to take my shirt off?" Because he he thought it was a little weird too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, no, because I don't have, I didn't have like my mic or or my video or anything set up, so I had to make sure I type no as fast as possible. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I rubbed your nipples. No, 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 not across. <laughs> I like dove across, I dove across the the living room just to make sure I type no as fast as possible. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. I know. So how you I, doing, I Meg? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm all right. <laughs> we brought you on for the creepiest possible moment. This is That's okay. <laughs> that is perfectly okay. <laughs> I've had I've had creepier moments, to be honest. <laughs> That's a lie, and you know it. <laughs> it's really not. That's the sad part. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how's Christmas? Um, same as usual. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Mm-hmm, good. Are you excited for Super Show coming up next year? If I can go, yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't if, you go? The, the monetary situations, my friend. <laughs> Please. You live like right there, don't you? I live like in. <laughs> Hour and thirty minutes away. My uncle. Oh, you're going to Super Show. You're going to Super Show. Well, I I don't have a car. <laughs> you're going to Super Show. I have to pick, me and my wife have to pick you up. You're going to Super Show. Hey, hey, hey. I I will try. I cannot make promises, but I will try. I want to go in the worst way as usual. But <laughs> no, no, no. You you don't understand. If Jason says you're going, <laughs> you're going. <laughs> Jason, Jason drove to my house to bring me the Super Show. He lives in Las Vegas. I live in New Jersey. Hopefully we can make it this year as well. Ah, John's here. Yes. Hey! John. Hey, everybody. It's been a while since we've talked, huh, John? I know, it's been forever, Meg. I know. Whatever oh, good. are you, you know talking each other. about? Yes. And now for the encore episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They're not young. It's just us. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So what's going on with you guys? How's the show? How's the Young Justice podcast going? Awesome. Yeah, I have to agree. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Yay. Yay. 
Jason can literally be our biggest fan. I just got the image of him trying to wear one of those uh, Young Justice Kids costumes. (laughs) Why would you think of that? (laughs) Because I'm a disturbed mind. I'm going to go find one now. (laughs) <laughs> oh god please don't <laughs> be a leg warmer <laughs> could wear one on each leg you could be the entire team just on your limbs yes. <laughs> I swear to god if Jason's if, if Jason shows up to Super Show wearing a McGann costume I'm gonna <laughs> oh that would be funny shit Rachel says you want to hear a story why I have no shame? Huh? Yes. Wait, what happened? (laughs) Go ahead, John. I say Rachel said you could wear them all as sock puppets. (laughs) Nice. So, do you guys want to hear a story where I had no shame? Sure. (laughs) We don't get enough of those. (laughs) So, we had—I have my house is two stories, and downstairs there was a little get together. There was. Quite a few people here. And I thought it'd be funny. My wife is five foot two, and I'm slightly larger than that. <laughs> so I thought it was her old PE short. <laughs> oh my god! And I, I took a, and I took a shirt and I tied it to knot and I came downstairs. My ass was halfway hanging out. So all I'm wearing is PE shorts. It looks like it's a belt. And uh, the shirt. <laughs> Everybody. Oh. It's almost funnier because he keeps cutting out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like you're it's getting like bleeping. It's like yeah. bleeping back again. Yeah, James, James, put bleeps in those in those uh, gaps. <laughs> so then, what happens is <laughs> I couldn't believe it because. <laughs> what does an eight hundred pound Jason wear? Whatever he wants. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. You know, he's, you had to say that, and then he decided to... <laughs> he's like, 800 pounds, asshole. Come on, now. There <laughs> you go, John. Jeez. Aw. Scared him yes. away. Someone else is being razzed instead of me. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried Jason's going to appear outside my house in the next few days wearing a Megan costume, just, like, throwing rocks at the windows. <laughs> Just don't say his name three times. So he's going he's gonna to be holding up an iPod and it's going to be playing your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what are you doing for Christmas this year? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't have a job, so I couldn't get any presents for anybody. But So I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, it, it, this is... I didn't. It's not that I didn't have a job the last time we did this episode, but the last time we did the same the same episode, I brought the whole show down. So <laughs> when someone asked me what I was doing for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> so here I am again, keeping up a tradition. <laughs> what it's like? What are you gonna do for Christmas? Oh, I'm gonna sit home and cry. <laughs> and then I'm gonna open up my my Secret Santa gift. And that'll be the highlight of my day. And then I'll get back to crying some more. <laughs> and then I'm going to make a soup out of my tears. Oh, God. <laughs> well, crying into the eggnog. 
<laughs> gonna find a Salvation Army guy and just beat the hell out of him for change. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw one standing on crutches outside of my local Hobby Lobby the other day. Makes it even easier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but my pops right in creepily. <laughs> My housemates are going out of town, so I'll be here alone from like the December twenty second to like January third. So, so, so I'll be I'll be watching their dog um, for a little bit, and then my parents are both divorced, and one of them, my mom lives in like you know, y'all don't know the name of the town, but she lives uh, about like an hour and a half, two hours north of here, and dad lives a few minutes from here, but I don't know if he's gonna go visit his parents for christmas because his grandmother is slowly deteriorating and i i don't know what's going to happen so my, all my plans are up in the air and it, and i'm sure my my sister and my dad and my mom will all get me stuff for christmas but i just feel like such a shithead for not getting them something you know what i mean yeah. so because i don't i don't like to get stuff without trying to give something back in return mm-hmm. to the best of my ability so especially when it's your own family you know so but you know, uh, they they know what my situation is, and I, I know they won't be upset in the least. So, but whatever. Hopefully, I I still have this feeling that it, Christmas always somehow ends up being a positive experience for me in some form or another. So, I I don't think it's gonna be as as bad as I'm making it in my head out to be. It's still gonna be a good Christmas. I know that for sure. You could so uh, your- you could burn CDs of the podcast and give that to all your loved ones. That's the equivalent of coal in the stocking, though. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, I would just recommend giving them episodes that you aren't on. <laughs> oh, God, nice. Oh, Chad, your Christmas is going to suck? Well, here, how about this? You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, don't be such a downer. Oh, God. oh man. Oh, um. No, but I'm I'm serious. I'm I really I really know it's gonna be it's gonna be a good Christmas because it 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 always is every year no matter how bad things things seem. So just uh, make sure that your housemates take all the rope in the house with them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Morbid. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Hey, Hey, Jim. Yes. Jim, you should do that thing where you give your mic to Lauren. And then she doesn't give it back to you for the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, she's actually not home. She's at a Christmas party. Oh, what? Oh. I was promised she'd be here. Yeah, that's why I showed up. Yeah, well, Weren't I... you supposed to go to that party with her? Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. It <laughs> worked out well, didn't it, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> she's sending me text messages. <laughs> like how awful the party is. She's like, this is the, it's so horribly planned. She's like, we've been here for an hour and a half, and we're at the bar. We can't even get a table. Have you told her leave? That's what I said. I'm like, well, I. She's like, you'd be, you know, you would have been so fed up, you'd be totally, you know, you know, freaking out and irritated. And, Hold on, Jim. Uh, she's, she's at the bar and. You think you need to tell her the bar serves drinks? That would make her whole night so much better. Oh. oh well, man. she's the designated driver. Oh, oh no! Jesus. Oh, that's the worst. I've been there. <laughs> that is the worst. God. So, 
Yeah, I was hoping that she'd get back in time to uh, <laughs> make an appearance, but she said that she's actually having a better time, so. At this rate, she will. We're, we've been going for, like, two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We haven't yeah. actually said really much of anything. It's a good thing we had on uh, Sean. He's <laughs> the only one that actually generated some content for this episode. Oh, man. Yeah. I think Corwin fell asleep on us a couple times. <laughs> uh, hey, Meg. Yeah? I was wondering, like, how are you... Like, how are you liking the whole being a podcaster thing? Because your whole thing has always been kind of like, I'm Meg, I'm really shy, I don't want to be recorded well, talking about stuff. She is we'll not see, shy on the podcast. Well, see, the thing with me is, is when I have someone face-to-face and someone can analyze my every facial movement, I'm a very um, expressive speaker. And I've had people mention how expressive my face tends to get when I'm speaking so that is a big problem with my social anxietiness is I'm afraid that people are like judging my crazy expressiveness but when you take away the ability for someone to see my face I have not a problem (laughs) not at all So that it's it's been an okay transition. Um, it's it's easier than like I said, if I was doing this as a like visual podcast type of deal. Like I know some people record their podcasts live and do like live streams of them. If that was the case, I probably would have been like, "You're on your own, John." <laughs> but since it's not a more visual thing, I am I'm actually pretty comfortable with it. So, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It's actually fun. <laughs> yeah, because I asked because like, like you sound like you're really comfortable with it, and that was like I was almost surprised how well you seem to be taking to it, considering like, <laughs> like how like why know of your shyness going into it. So yes, I was I was nervous, but once you get a groove going, it's it's I I don't know, it's just com- it, it's more comfortable than talking with someone face to face. Yes, that sounds horrible, but it's true. <laughs> she doesn't want to look at me. <laughs> no, I, I just have issues with with looking people in the eyes during an entire conversation. It's really bad, and it's not like I know people see that as you being a liar. No, it's just like I guess get nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, nah, I agree, John. John's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because it's true. Oh. <laughs> Like, John, Rachel tells me that every day. John, make sure that Rachel takes away all the rope this Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> That's like the ongoing morbid Christmas joke, huh? Rachel says she's going to tie it up nice and tight for me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Merry Christmas to you and happy birthday. <laughs> Well, well, birthday back is Christmas Eve, so. Yeah. Uh. I think when James edits this episode, the only thing that's going to survive is going to be Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like a fifty, it'll be like a twenty-minute episode, and they'll never know about the two and a half hours on the cutting room floor. <laughs> no, it's going to be like Sean talking for like the better part of an hour, and Corwin <laughs> popping on to say, "And this is Corwin." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, Meg, have you plugged the podcast yet? In in what respect? I've done it on. I've uh, plugged it on Tumblr. I've 
shut <laughs> off on every single person that I know. On right on here, Facebook. man. Right here. <laughs> oh, no, I did it yet. Uh, yeah, listen to Not Young, Just Us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sold. All right. <laughs> well, you can do better than that. That's Chad level promotion. Oh, oh my God. Oh, 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 no. No, See last... if I ever get you fuckers an interview again. <laughs> oh, but listen, listen. Last episode, you were like, hey, everybody should go to my blog. You know, even though I tried and failed at two blogs in the past because I just have no dedication, I just suck at it. You should go to this blog because it'll probably be better or not, you know. <laughs> I think Dan's going to be mailing Chad a rope for Christmas. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah. You know what? You know what? If I if I do lock down Jeff Johns, I'm just gonna interview him for my blog and say to hell with the Lantern cast. <laughs> and then Jim will tie the rope up for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll go to Texas with the rope. <laughs> have, Jeff, have Jeff Johns sign it and give it back to Chad. <laughs> oh, ultimately, Chad, you're safe because I don't think Jim could accurately find Texas, right, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Mark's in the same state as Jim. Jim thinks Mark lives in Florida. <laughs> I don't know why I ever thought that. I'm not sure either, but it's it, it's it's so long ago. So long ago now. I forgive you, Jim. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so yeah, not young, just us. <laughs> Yeah. Do, you, do you really want me to get peppy with it? Cause, cause I can do that. I'll do it. Do <laughs> it. Get peppy with Fine. it. Fine. All right. Ready? Hey everyone, you should listen to Not Young Just Us. The Young Just. Okay, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Meg. <laughs> Very good. You made it like two seconds. All right. <laughs> okay. This is better. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Nobody laugh. <laughs> okay. Hello, Megan. Of course, everyone should listen to Not Young, Just Us, a Young Justice podcast. It's awesome, and you should listen to it with me, Meg, and my host, John. There you go. I did it. Wait, three people? There's three people in it? You, Meg, and John? I said me, Meg, and then John. Yeah, so three people. No, me as in myself. Whatever. It was horrible grammar. I don't care. Right <laughs> no, not young. Just us. Yes. I don't even think he's kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, no? Meg. I'll make it up to you by sending a Christmas rope. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to become our land cast tradition. You mail people Christmas rope. Hey, I've already I've already got the one and only official uh, fridge baby, so <laughs> I have a feeling I'll be getting the traditional lantern cast rope as well. <laughs> you just like whoever gets it this year should mail it to someone else next year and just keep it going. <laughs> I, I, Although ironically enough, <laughs> they might not be around to send rope. <laughs> <laughs> Why we have wills, Jim. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They'll, they'll put Suicide in their will. Note. Suicide note. Did oh, I by the way, it? take this rope. Mail it in time for Christmas to this person. <laughs> yeah. And every year, the number of Lantercast listeners will go down yep. by one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hang yourself with a mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lantern cast, Lantern cast does not in any way promote the views of Jim Ford and Kurtzky. We, we do not encourage suicide. No, Just say don't. no. Like, so how are your numbers? Well, they were great until we started to actively kill our listeners. Yeah. It's like the polar opposite of advertising. <laughs> John, have either of you seen a Christmas special where there's this group of, like, immortals trying to decide if they should let Santa Claus live? No. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I've got to find someone else who saw this. I think it was a bad dream, Dan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Who would even make that? Uh, it was, like, one of the claymation things, like, with Rudolph and shit. But it was, like, <laughs> it was really only really one, dark. Only one, so. I mean, the only one that I could even relate to that is a year without a Santa Claus because it has Heatmeister and Freezemeister, whatever his name is. It's the only one I could even think of that partially is anything close to that. Oh no! Like they had Santa Claus like full on on his deathbed with Mrs. Claus and Rudolph by his side, and they're like, and chains. I, okay, <laughs> I don't want to go in your mind ever, Dan. <laughs> so find this. In That's that terrifying. Yeah. In case like... it became an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. Meg does Is not it want all... to inception Dan's brain. No, not at all. <laughs> Is it the life and adventures of Santa Claus? Possibly. Yeah, it's an That's animated movie. I... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Is there like a big yak guy <laughs> who's like, hang on. All oh, the Wikipedia like just says... and like there's like a forest and like light elves and gnomes and fairies. It's Rachel's favorite I... Christmas movie when she was a kid. Maybe. What? Yeah, I'm looking on remember... YouTube right now. Do, do, do y'all you know? remember um, the, the raisin Christmas special or whatever? I do. The California yeah. raisin one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that in forever. Speaking of creepy claymation, has anyone ever seen, like, the creepy claymation where, like, it's, like, Mark Twain or something, and these kids are with Mark Twain the for some reason? The adventures of Mark Twain, I've seen that. Yeah, isn't it disturbing? Awesome. It's so disturbing. That scares me. The scene with the weird <laughs> guy who, like, builds up the little village and then destroys it. It's so disturbing. <laughs> I think I have that saved in my favorites on YouTube because it was so disturbing. <laughs> I had to save it. I was like, I need, uh, this is something I need to watch again and maybe not find as terrifying. <clears throat> which, which one was the one where uh, Rudolph and Frosty like were at a circus or something? And that's it was like Christmas. They normally show that in Christmas in July. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the. It's, I'm pretty sure it is the Christmas in July one because it had all the fireworks. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, this Life and Adventures of Santa Claus was actually an anime for a while. Wow, I'm no, I'm watching the cl- the claymation one on YouTube right now. I think this is the one I'm thinking of. It that might should be. On, should go on the list of things Dan would rather do than talk on the Lantern Cast. <laughs> dude, dude, according to this, Santa was raised by lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, the <laughs> life and adventures <laughs> of Santa Claus. It actually talks about a council <laughs> deciding to give him immortality. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been saying. But no, I'm crazy. <laughs> well, you safe, are. <laughs> that's just... <laughs> I Why is Santa being raised by a lion? I don't understand. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't I actually even know vote. that though. <laughs> he was—he's being raised by lions because in a lot of the early stories, he was more of a like a, a, a like a beast man. He was more of a force of nature, so he was kind of part of the animals too. He was part of nature, so he was kind of an, he was an elf himself in a lot of the earlier mm-hmm. versions. So mm-hmm. that's why he was raised by animals. Huh. So. Did he eat the reindeer though? <laughs> he might have. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I found it. It is in my favorites. <laughs> Rachel said yeah. we're ruining Santa Claus for any kids who listen to this episode. Oh, I think the youngest. Have you guys watched? Have you guys watched Epic Rap Battles of History yet? Yes. 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 I love Finally. Epic Rap. Epi- Hon- honestly, <laughs> one of my honestly one of my favorites is uh, Einstein versus Stephen Hawking. Yes. yes. Did you see? Uh, Adolf Hitler versus Darth Vader Part Two. Yes, yeah. I didn't see Part Two. I saw I the first see, one though. Part <laughs> oh, Part Two, dope. <laughs> uh, they have all the all the MP3s available on their website. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, did you see um Mr. Rogers versus Mr. T? <laughs> no. Yes. Oh my god. I like the, oh, the I like it. Yes, yes, that was cool. <laughs> Dr. Seuss versus Shakespeare was dope too. That is I awesome. Like, uh, what was it? Gandalf versus um, oh, what's Double his book. name? Yeah, that one. That one was freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anything uh, big in the works for uh, not young, just us? Um, I'm currently editing our holiday gift giving guide episode. Hopefully, it should be up tomorrow, tomorrow nice. night, and uh. Actually, yeah, in our next episode, we're going to be reviewing more of the television show comics and the old comics. So we're going to go into the um, the rest of the Mighty Endowed story. So that's always worth a good listen. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did go to the comic store today and picked up six to ten of the new ones, so, yeah. Awesome. Yes. Hooray. Yeah, that's really, it's really cool the way they, they weave the comic series in and out of the episodes. Yeah. It's- yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Even more later, because you get a, you get an episode um, from a completely different character's point of view. Hmm. So that that's hmm. really cool, and you get also their their actual origins, which they kind of lack more of in the show. Yeah. So. Like Superboy and Wally being bros before. I, I love that comic. I'm gonna end up rereading that again tonight. I have a feeling. <laughs> huh. Even though I just got more comics that I should be reading. Yeah. Now hmm. is the. Is the episode about Secret, is that the last one that's aired? Or has there been more since then? That is the last one, I think, right? Um, give me a second to double-check that, but I think it's the last one, too. Yeah, I'm pretty huh. sure. I remember freaking out because Secret was in it, and then all my sads at the end. Just oh. all my Secret. sads. <laughs> that was irritating. Because I didn't get to... <laughs> when I sent you those texts, John, I was freaking out because she just showed up. I, she hadn't started talking yet. And then she started talking, and I was like, what? No! What is this? Is everybody else beyond the three of us watching that show? Because everybody should be. They should be, really. I have, like, the first ten or twelve episodes downloaded onto my iPod. 
Well, there are only about 18 episodes right now, so... They're so good. It, it really is a good show. Like, I've watched the first, like, the first two-parter just because it was out there and I hadn't seen any. Feared what the hell. Mm-hmm. But this is a show, like, like if it gets the opportunity to run, like, a few more seasons, like, this is one, like, think we'll look back on as being, like, like standing tall next to Justice League Unlimited. Yes. Like, this is a Definitely. really... And, like, it does, like, this show does things I wouldn't expect them to. Like, the, there's actually, there's genuine character development. There's, yes. It's, you, you feel like the main characters are actually in danger, even though you kind of know they're safe. But it's, like, like sim- something as simple as, okay, they're going to fight somebody with a superpower, and that superpower is automatically devastating. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. There, I, this show has made me cry multiple times. Multiple times on different episodes. One episode, I was literally in tears almost the whole episode, even though I was certain they were all going to turn out being okay. I cried the whole episode. Yeah, and they'll do, like, the typical, like, TV trope things. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they'll come back around. Like, I I'm, I don't want to spo- get spoilery, but they'll do that one where it's, like, the... Well, they'll reveal, oh, it was a dream all along, and you're like, oh, wah, wah. But then the next episode, they're, like, going to therapy for it because this traumatized the shit out of them. And they're like, wow. That is the episode that made me cry buckets. Yeah, I I knew knew what the end was going to be, and I was also like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the whole episode. I mean, it was... It was major. I mean, it was. It, they did it really well. I mean, yeah, so. I, I was on such an emotional roller coaster that episode because at want, the beginning I'm like, oh my gosh, this is cool. They're on a mission. And I was like, oh my gosh, the just like, and then oh my gosh, what just happened? And then all of a sudden, Roy and Zatanna show up, and I'm like, Roy and Zatanna, yes. And then it was all cries again. That was my <laughs> one moment of yes, Red Arrow and Zatanna, yes. And then cries all over, all over. It was bad. It was bad. I think the last episode I saw was the one where Red Tornado left with his brother and sister. Uh-huh. That's the last one I saw. That one made me weepy, too. I just need to stop. I'm an emotional person, okay? <laughs> I just can't help it. Um, Secrets was the last episode. Danny... Hmm? Okay. What did you say, Jason? Jason, yeah, go on. I was saying any show with Danny Trejo is Bane. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Secret was the last one, John? Yes, it was. I found out, I can't remember if I heard this on your show or just found out randomly, that uh, Phil Lamar is the voice of Aquaman on that show. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was, I think we talked about that. Did we? I don't know. (laughs) We talked about it early on. I thought it was awesome. A few seconds. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how did I not notice that? Like, Aquaman's talked, like, a good deal on this thing. Like, what's... Mm. He's just that awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I loved the episode where they went to Atlantis. That was just so good, so good. Yeah, well, the fact that they they took the time to give the Atlanteans a language. Yeah, and 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 that they talked to the other Aqualad that's not in the show. I was like, yay, Garth and Tula, yes. <laughs> yeah, they don't ignore anything that's come no. you know, come before in the comics or anything. And there there have been like we talk about this a few times, but there's been over a hundred different characters, decent characters shown in the show already. Wow. And that's just, that's 18 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, pretty major. Um, we've seen three Green Lanterns, so. <laughs> I mentioned the only one we haven't seen. It's my favorite one. Oh. 
my favorite. <laughs> you know, we talk about in the upcoming one. It would be funny if they did a um, like a kid version of Kyle Rayner yes! <laughs> and put him on the team. <laughs> I of wonder. Course. Oh, go ahead, Meg. No, no, go ahead. I wonder if they'll do like they did in uh, in the Justice League series and like have a couple of. GL centric kind of episodes where maybe a villain from the GL uh, particular side of the universe comes in and they have to work together with a piece, maybe one member or maybe a team from the Lantern Corps. I don't know. I mean, if if it stays on air long enough, I'm sure they could go that far. They've yeah. already been renewed for a second season. Yes. Each season's going to be like 22 or 24 episodes, nice. and they're only up to 18 so far for the first season. Yeah. So. If, they're gonna be on. Oh, sorry. oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Go they're ahead. gonna be on for at least another thirty episodes. Sweet. So. Yeah. Is is season one done? Or no. Is... No. It's on hiatus. How yeah, many? There's like is... six more episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <clears throat> a crappy place to put it on a hiatus. It's not even <laughs> the middle. What the hell? We, they've. It's been on hiatus multiple times though since it started. Yeah, it has. Why? It's such a popular show. That Cartoon we don't know why. Yeah, Cartoon Network really is handling this show awfully. They're lucky that it has such a huge following. Otherwise, it probably would have been... There's no, almost no content on the website. There's no. almost no advertising for it besides, you know... You. you. <laughs> yeah, besides us. Um, and there's a huge... The thing is, what's keeping the show going is there's a huge, huge fan community already for the show. Yeah, online yeah. especially. I mean... Yeah. That's one thing I love that we do in the podcast is we go into the old comics, and the majority of the people that watch the show didn't even know there were old comics. Mm-hmm. So, well, for our side of the of the mm-hmm. the Cartoon Network spectrum, that makes me wor- worried about how they're going to handle the Green Lantern animated series. Yeah, they're not going to handle <laughs> it well. No. Oh. Honestly, the la- uh, the last superhero show they handled really well was <laughs> Justice League Unlimited and Batman Beyond and all that. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, they have the potential for such a good block of programming between, well, the, like. There's the upcoming DC Nation stuff. That's well, going to yeah. have Green Lantern and Young Justice, mm-hmm. and they're promoting the hell out of that. And it's going to have, um, like, a lot of shorts and a lot of um, older things that have aired huh. that are going to have superhero stuff. And of course, you know, Cartoon Network being what it is, a lot of it's going to be uh, older stuff, and it's going to repeat like crazy. Oh, yeah. God. But, I mean, wait, I'm, so DC Nation's just going to, like, start re-airing old shit, like, uh, episodes of Super Friends and stuff? I hope and they're gonna not. Go balls, not like they're gonna that. Go ball- okay. There's, there's, like, little segments during the commercials that are, like, DC-related stuff that they're going to air. Like, if did you watch the um, the Green Lantern premiere on television? <clears throat> yeah, well, not on television. I watched it on oh. uh, YouTube. So. No, on television they had some commercials and stuff, and there's pretty much um, having Green Lantern and Young Justice there with the little segments, was pretty much an example of what they're going to be doing next year with the DC Nation block of, t- of programming. Hmm. And they're promoting DC, they're promoting the comics, they're promoting other shows, they're promoting the old shows, so they might they might re-air some of the old shows, and they're using it as one big programming block. And they're still probably not going to handle it very well online. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, they have Green Lantern, they have Young Justice, they have... And I mean... Not even thinking about DC, I'm just thinking about Cartoon Network. They have those two shows, they have Thundercats, they have Star Wars, Clone Wars. They probably got, like, another two or three shows kind of in that vein that I'm not thinking of. Like, that right there, that's a block I would have, like, run home from school on a Friday afternoon to watch. Like, they Mm -hmm. they could, like, mark... It it feels like it would be so easy to pull in, like, a lot of audience with, like, a 
good strategic placement in time slots of these shows. Yeah, unfortunately, I think they're too focused on their Saturday nights, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which is like, I, I used to dedicatedly watch Cartoon Network when it had Toonami and all that, because Toonami yeah. was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Saturday... Oh my god, Tom the Robot, voiced by one of the best voice voice actors of all time. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other I used to. That was like my afternoon. <laughs> Toonami, and then Saturday night the Toonami block going into Adult Swim. But then they 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 screwed up everything. Cartoon Network's just really just yeah. the only thing. The only thing other than Young Justice that they've got going for them for me, Adventure Time and Regular Show. <laughs> I love Adventure Time. I love me some Thundercats and some Clone Wars, though. I haven't watched enough Clone Wars or Thundercats, I'm not going to lie. Thundercats is amazing. It is. I watched the old show growing up. Same here. Me too. Me too. uh, The voice of Lionel from the old show was the voice of Cloudy, his dad in this show. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Which was very cool. So the Cartoon Network stuff, is that... Like, for instance, uh, Young Justice and uh, the Green Lantern animated series, is that handled by DC Entertainment and then aired through Cartoon Network? Or do, does Cartoon Network have the licensing to do that for themselves? I'm not sure. I think the programming block is the programming block is going to be handled by Cartoon Network because they <laughs> handle what airs when. But um, they probably handle a lot, of, like, a lot of the shorts and the commercials, and if depending on which old shows they do air. Um <laughs> I suppose DC Entertainment probably has some control over it, but um, for the most part, that stuff is controlled by Cartoon Network. So mm-hmm. I, I watched for CNN for a while, so I know how a lot of that stuff is handled. That, that that makes me wonder, though, how Cartoon Network's business practices are, because that's just <laughs> ridiculous. If you have if you have a licensed product, especially something as popular as I don't know, pretty much any character from the DC universe, uh, on a on a cartoon show on your on your uh, on your network, you should probably try and push the recording. You know what I mean, and, and push the scheduling. Um, the problem is what airs. Um, a lot of things like a, like what airs, and then what's online, and and like when things air is, is sometimes handled by different groups. So the online stuff is actually handled by a complete, almost a completely different division. Um, and you know they don't have a the best track record of marketing cartoons. I mean, and that's that's that pretty much goes for almost all. Um, Almost all Cartoon Network programming, not just these, they tend to not handle a lot of the promotion, a lot of the online stuff, because you know they know a lot of the shows kids are going to be watching anyway, and the older audiences are going to have their own followings. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, on a lighter note, with Young Justice, what do you two think the odds are of Guy Gardner being brought in as like a mentor figure, kind of like Zatara and Captain Marvel? Because it, I think it's really interesting that they took the time to completely redesign his costume while they kept Hal and John looking exactly the same. So it's like, are they going to do that and then not use him in a larger role? Or why would that happen? That would be awesome. That would be. If if it was anyone who was assigned to a mentor for the kids, when you were mentioning if you thought that, whoever was mentioning, if they thought any of the Lanterns would be in a bigger capacity in a few episodes, I was going to say, if they do, I really hope it's Guy. (laughs) So... If they did, that would be amazing, and I would be super happy. <laughs> I could see, uh, I could see Superboy really like him, right, liking him a lot because he's yeah. got the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
topic of cart, um, superhero cartoons. Have any of you heard about the development of, I think it's called, the Super Best Friends show? Oh. It's supposed to be aimed at girls. It's supposed. It's going to be about. Uh, I yes. Believe, yes. Batgirl, <laughs> Supergirl, and Wonder Girl are supposed to be the three main characters in it. And it oh, looks like cool. it's going to be adorably awesome. Yeah, that's one of the shorts for the DC Nation block, isn't it? I or think is so. That... <clears throat> and I think Lauren Faust it has her grubby paws in it. And if and if you don't recognize that name, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, the current crazy My Little Pony show that has a cult following. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) She's the one who has put sprinkled her magic dust on those shows and made them amazing. So if she is really handling it, like Rumor has been saying, I think that it's going to be pretty good. (laughs) So so DC cartoons are about to turn to crack, is what you're telling me. (laughs) Yeah, well, did did you ever watch Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? I didn't. I, I've I've seen like like commercial length clips of it. Oh, basically, but I've never got into. Oh, it. it was it was such a good show. I I enjoyed it at least. Then again, being the youngest person here right now, I think <laughs> <laughs> my my view on certain cartoons is I guess different. But yeah, it was a really good show. It was imaginative and different, and it was also the first show that Cartoon Network had that was done completely in a uh, CG. So. Mm-hmm. Rachel yeah. says she loves that show. See? See, Rachel knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's her favorite show? Exactly. It was awesome. So if she has her hands on it after seeing the success of Foster's and then My Little Pony, I think it'll be awesome. Sweet. And that's all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you guys have any uh, any plans for Christmas? I am going to my uncle's as I do usually every year to hang out with my younger cousins and enjoy the side of the part of my family that is not totally insane. So the boring part. No, <laughs> actually, actually, they're awesome. When I say insane, I mean like severe psychotic problems that I don't want to deal with. So oh, <laughs> are <you> related? <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead serious. Should we be so, sending them Christmas rope? if you really wanted to i would not say that you couldn't (laughs) i hope to god jim's not my secret santa (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah um it'll be fun they're good kids and they've still got that whole super duper christmas through the eyes of a child thing going so it's always exciting to go over there and see them hyperactive as heck on Christmas spirit, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like Halloween in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> John, how about you? Um, well, I'm probably going to be working up till the 24th, so even some on the 24th probably, which sucks because it's my birthday too. Oh. Um, so probably not going to be doing anything for my birthday because the only time you can do anything on the 24th with friends is lunch. And uh, probably have to work through some of that. Um, and then Christmas Day, we usually just we we have a very uh, mild Christmas. It's nice though. We just kind of you know get up, take everything slow. Usually have a nice family breakfast together. Just kind of relax. We all we all usually pitch in and make breakfast together. And then we uh, we just kind of open gifts casually. Then we watch a couple movies sometimes as a group, sometimes not. And then uh, 
that's just kind of our day. We just kind of have a relaxed, nice day. So it's it's pretty good. It's a lot of fun every year. You make breakfast and then open gifts? Indeed, because we're all very hungry when we wake up and grumpy if we don't eat. Oh, man, that's crazy. I can't even imagine. <laughs> if my pa- Actually, my parents have joked with us in the past. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, why don't we, uh, we'll eat breakfast? And I'd be like, no, gifts! <laughs> yeah, I think my kid would overthrow the government if uh, <laughs> they would send the government Christmas rope. <laughs> yeah, we like having the nice, relaxed day though, and having having the breakfast beforehand, which we pretty much done ever since I was like, I don't know, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Because, like I said, we're we're grumpy in the morning if we don't get our breakfast. <laughs> but we usually open a few gifts, um, like before, but just a couple small ones. I used to have to beg my stepdad in the morning to let me eat breakfast before opening presents. <laughs> No, you will have fun and you will like it. <laughs> Yay, Rachel! Yay! Rachel's finally here. <laughs> no, she's, she's almost always plugged into the podcast listening to him now. She just rarely comments. Oh, she, <laughs> she, she hates us. We know. <laughs> she's going to get a chair so she can talk now. Oh, okay. I'm brown, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I told you she get that problem looked at. <laughs> the dermatologist just told me there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Dan, uh, what do you what? do? What do you do for Christmas? You're going to Hershey, aren't you? Yeah. Well, we're gonna try to. We tried to last year, but the day before we were gonna leave, we got buried under like eight feet of snow. So we're gonna try. We're gonna try again. Um, whoa, whoa! You guys got snow up there last year. It's. I was yeah. gonna say it's t-shirt weather down here right now. No, like it's it's 50 right now. It was 32 days ago. It's yeah. warm again. I don't know what the hell's happening. So we're pl- we'll probably get a blizzard by January. <laughs> tomorrow, oh, tomorrow is frogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're going to we're gonna go up to Hershey, like the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday following Christmas. Uh, you know, see my my mom's side of the family, her dad, and all that. Uh, I'm actually I'm gonna be. Speaking of working around the holiday, I'm going to be closing on Christmas Eve, which I volunteer for every year to get out of going to church with my family. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I said I'd go in at like on like 1 to 5 on Christmas Day, because it's kind of like in the middle part of the day where everybody but me goes back to sleep. And, <laughs> and like there's like two other people, there's just like two people working we're like they're doing like the whole day. They're opening the clothes because they don't do anything on Christmas Day day. So like, fair do like a mid shift to give them like time to you know, relax or go to lunch or something. <laughs> so it's everybody who doesn't celebrate Christmas and Dan. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. Could be my birthday. You know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be Whoa. just be in a corner going happy birthday. <laughs> I know we've seen Christmas rope this year. Yeah. God, you you guys missed it. This is like the meanest Christmas special anyone's ever made. It's just like the third arc in Christmas Carol, but for the whole episode with no payoff in the end. Yeah, yeah. After right after this, we're gonna like collectively vote if Santa Claus gets to die or live. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna vote 
does Santa Claus get to die by hanging? That's or right. By String him up. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's <laughs> dying one way or another. How's he gonna go? I don't know. That lion didn't eat him. I had plenty of opportunities. <laughs> I thought we were all going to sing the Snow Miser, Heat Miser song. I was all excited. Aww. You can. Yeah, if you want to, go ahead. Oh, look, you scared away, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chad's yeah. singing, hell no. No. No, I think, uh, I think uh, James can just insert the song as the uh, credits instead of the, the usual song. But um, dum 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 You gotta admit. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool closing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think uh, I don't think James can edit pitch and make us sound better. So, <laughs> yeah. as evidenced by us singing "Happy Birthday" last time. Yep. <laughs> well, "Happy Birthday" is literally like the song that will never be sung in the proper key or pitch or anything for the most <laughs> part. No one ever sings "Happy Birthday" Wait. properly, especially when we don't try and we all three started at different times. <laughs> <laughs> Did James leave that in? Yeah, he I, did. I was listening to the episode the other night, and I fell asleep when Jim started reviewing Red Lanterns. <laughs> yeah. he, he, also left, he also left in that part that you wanted him to take out because it made you sound creepy. Oh, I, I heard that. <laughs> Which one? Uh, he's like, yeah. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> No, so you're not the only one that fell asleep during Red Lanterns. I think Jim fell asleep when reviewing it, so... <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh man. To, to be fair, Jim and I, before Dan Dan uh, finally got his shit worked out, we Jim and I recorded that episode for about, what, about an hour and a half? An hour, two oh, hours? At least. We, yeah. Like, when, we, when all was said and done, we had been recording for like five hours. However long it however long it took me to reinstall like all of my sound files. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't we didn't uh, close out of Skype until about four o'clock in the morning my time. Yeah. Jeez. God. That was fine. I went and had dinner after it. It was it was a normal night for me. <laughs> <laughs> so aren't you glad we don't record so late, Meg? Eh. Well, I've I've kind of been sleeping like a normal human being recently, so I guess actually normal human being meaning I've been falling asleep, although not tonight apparently, around like nine and then waking up at three a.m. Huh. <laughs> it's like, yay! That's exactly what I want to do. Then you go outside and you get worms for fishing. No, no, I wouldn't go outside near my house. It, it, there's all sorts of weird critters in my neighborhood for whatever reason. And Meg is chased or scared by every single one of them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You all remember the Super Show stories. God. Right? Well, Jesus. One of, them go- one of them goes by Jim Ford. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. There's possums and, and skunks and and deer and all sorts Meg's- of stuff. Meg got chased by a bear once. <laughs> <laughs> I got chased by a deer, a squirrel. Um, Wait, how does a squirrel chase you? <laughs> 
How is a squirrel in the position of power in that situation? I'm telling you, you, it chased me. I don't think it liked the sound of my rolling backpack. It chased me. I was 12 years old, and my godfather gave me a rolling backpack because I went to Catholic schools, and they gave you so much homework, and they were big freaking books. So rolling backpacks were good because I wasn't going to get scoliosis from carrying those freaking books. Oh, but you'll get mauled to death by squirrels. Yeah, the squirrel literally chased me from school all the way to my street. It was horrible. Chases by squirrels, bears, nuns, almost all the animals in the human kingdom. Seriously, no, the deer the deer was the scariest. The deer nuns. was the scariest, man. Yes, it's a nuns. Dude, I I did have nuns in my in no yeah, in grade school and in high school there were a couple nuns. I luckily I didn't have I actually managed to never have a nun as a teacher. <laughs> I'm grateful for that every day because the nuns taught. We had uh, tracks in high school, and I was in first track, which was honors and stuff. So I had all first track classes, and the nuns only taught, like, third track. So I never had to worry about having a nun because they taught all the third track kids. Ironic like, yes. there's no honored num- nuns. <laughs> honors nuns. <laughs> no. No. Dear God, I don't. I don't think they wanted to torture us with them. They were not nice people. I don't know how you can be a nun and, and be so mean. I'm still laughing at the mental image of 12-year-old Meg running from a squirrel. Hey, it's better than... You know what? It's better than 8-year-old me running from a deer, okay? I, I, don't get her started. She's going to go through the entire animal kingdom. You have no idea how many animals have traumatized me from the time I was a child, okay? You're fast, too. Some people are... <laughs> Wait, who who was there? It was John, Rachel, Dan. Were you there? Oh, I was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me yeah, and the Animal Kingdom man. And animals don't like me, except for dogs. Dogs are cool. Cats don't like me, but dogs like me. <laughs> goldfish are okay with me. My hermit crab ran away. What? My hermit crab ran away. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. That sounds like what I was going to tell Christian that his turtle ran away. His water turtle. <laughs> Meg, I grew up on a farm and I never got chased by any sort of animal. <laughs> you never got chased by a chicken? No. <laughs> uh, uh, geese are terrifying. I don't like geese. Oh, but... geese are terrifying, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been pecked at and chased by geese. I don't like geese at all. <laughs> I don't like so yeah. I don't like goats. Their eyes freak me out to no Aww, end. Aw, but little little tiny baby goats, they're I, so I don't cute. Care. They have demon eyes. I don't like it. <laughs> I pissed off a goat in Germany. Oh, God. Are German goats angrier than regular goats? <laughs> Everything's angrier in Germany. Yeah. It, I think it was, do, it was doing a goose step, so maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say, but they walk, they walk well in lines anyway. Yeah, they, they look good in formations. <laughs> Yay. So, uh, no, go no, ahead. No offense meant to our German cosplay interview that we did. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh. God. Wait, or the goats. Are you going? Are you going to offend somebody from a country that you every time you do an interview? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But we're only gonna do it on your podcast, so it's gonna be good. Yeah. They, they don't listen to this anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, do it here on the show that nobody listens to. That's a great idea. Oh, well, <laughs> I keep sitting on rope. I mean, come on. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess 
I guess that Christmas rope's going to me next. Go <laughs> <laughs> find a goat head in the package next. Uh. <laughs> Guys, you're giving me asthma from laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is attacking me. Get him! <laughs> Isn't it the same thing as a squirrel chasing you? <laughs> I think it's more akin to Godzilla on, on the on the uh, Empire State Building swatting off planes. Oh. Wait, Godzilla on the Empire State Building? I yeah. thought that was King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Godzilla 2000. <laughs> that happened? No, it didn't happen. I oh. saw Godzilla 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a little loopy from my ass spray, so just ignore me. Um, okay, so we, we should we should probably work on wrapping this episode up. Yeah. Um, Thank you James. for joining us for another episode of Not Young Just Us. Oh, oh wait, <laughs> James, don't remove anything. Oh God, maybe some, some of the awkward pauses would be would be okay. No. Yeah. No, they need those to get us through. <laughs> uh, what you got? John, lag. John. John. John's not going to need the rope. <laughs> hey, we save on supplies. <laughs> Jim, Jim, you ha- when you put this up, you have to title it Christmas Rope. Christmas Rope. Uh, hey, Dan. Or John dies an early death. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> right, <Christmas> rope. <laughs> uh, Dan, I was looking at the Lowe's flyer, and uh, they have like a nice section of rope. It actually comes in at eight ninety nine, so it would be under $10 with tax. All right. So it yep. fulfills the, re- the requirements for the, uh, the Secret Santa. God. <laughs> um, what you got on the forums... Uh, Moose, the colorist, um, he stopped by to let us know that right now he's having a special deal. If you buy two prints, you get an extra print free. How long is that going on? I have no idea. Uh, well, I think it'll be going I think on it's next Monday or something. I think it's oh. next Monday, which is... So the day after the fair. <laughs> <laughs> the day the before, most likely. Yeah. 19th? I think it's the 19th. I think that was the day that that it was supposed to end. Okay, so if you if you go over there, it'll be too late. <laughs> but um, you know, now you'll know what you missed. And his art is worth full price, so yes. Um, but yeah, well, like coloring. What I was getting at was uh, I was looking at that spread from Green Lantern twenty five with the War of Light, and. Uh, you know, with recently with the comics, uh, spoiler for, I don't know, New Guardians number three, we'll say. Um, Ganthet was saying how, you know, very soon he's going to work on getting rid of the Blue Lantern Corps. You know, he basically, it's, he, he says, it's like it was a mistake and I'll be, you know, dealing with that soon enough. So, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, okay, well... If he's going to actively start trying to get rid of the Blue Lantern Corps, then, you know, where is that going to put the Corps itself? Um, but looking back at the 
the double page spread. Um, and, and as I go into this, I, I realize it's completely out of left field considering we were just talking about anything but Green Lantern and the War of Light and everything else. But I was looking at it and there's a bunch of blue lanterns on that, that double page spread. And there's a few that are all like, you know, the ones that we know, but there are extras, which means that either the Blue Lanterns have been recruiting and we don't know it yet, or uh, they will actually go on to recruit more. I've already wrote a theory about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where? <laughs> uh, no reports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much, it's, some it's, blog will be it's, dead it's, in a week. So. Yeah, it's it's about as it's a, it's about as, as obscure as this uh, Young Justice podcast that just came out. <laughs> um, I don't know, Dan. Since you seem to think you can do a better job at promoting it, why don't you promote it for me? <laughs> All right, I'll promote it. Not Young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, go to go to Chad's blog, coreconjecture.blogspot.com. It's where his he does his uh well thought out, reasonably well thought out, I'm assuming I haven't read it yet, info dump brings <laughs> up of all his uh his his in-depth lantern related theories on the new issues, old issues, how new and old tie together. Uh at least semi to rub it in Jim Ford's face because he's a rat bastard and he loves the devil. And yeah. You know, go there, leave some comments. He's running a contest right now where, you know, first seven people get their name in a hat and then get to take over his blog for a day or something, and you can do whatever the hell you want as long as it's comic-related, which is very loose, so you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> that's coreconjecture.blogspot.com. Yeah, that's comics. Go for it. Coreconjecture.blogspot.com. Yes, right. yes. Rush on over there so you can get in on his exciting new contest. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I read your blog, Chad. Thank you. I did you're thank you. He didn't say anything about how good it was. <laughs> or following <laughs> it. He's it like, was, I, I read it. <laughs> it was interesting about the blues, because I like the Blue Lantern Corps the best, so I think there are some points that he made that, act, that they could go that way, about... Uh, if you were going to start, how the blues could start being weakened and for and for for the reasons Chad mentioned, it was it was, I liked it, I enjoyed it. Well, you know one thing I've say with the blues, they've one of the only two different cores besides Green Lantern and you know the occasional Sinestro and or Star Sapphire appearance that have been in other comics. They were both in um or the orange was in um Action was in Comics. Action Comics, Action. yeah, when when uh. When uh, Lex Luthor took it over, thank you, and and uh, the Blue Lanterns were in the uh, or Saint Walker in particular was in the Doomsday uh, Reign of Reign of the Doomsdays slash um, Justice uh, League Apocalypto, <laughs> yeah, Justice League comics. So they're the only two cores that have been in other things, and I, I think it's you know, I always kind of thought it was validating them more in comics because they weren't just Green Lantern characters; they were characters in a larger DC universe, mm. and. You know, I love seeing Saint Walker there, and, and the fact that he was he and you know Larfleys were two of the first shown outside of Green Lantern comics. I think is a big deal, and I think it's a complete. It would be a complete mistake to get rid of the Blue Lanterns. Like I said, they've been validated, unlike most of the other cores. Yeah, well, especially, especially the fact. Especially the fact. 
Especially the fact <laughs> all the games just keep all of it. Especially the fact that they were being written by you know writers outside of the stable of writers that do the Lantern books. Because I mean, exactly. it would be less significant if it was Jeff Johns writing Justice League at the time. But the fact that it was like. I think James Robinson, who decided to use St. Walker in a Justice League comic, like, that kind of, it cements St. Walker in the DC Universe a little bit more. And, like, I forget who was writing action comics at the time. Was that, um, Paul Cornell? No. Who was that? Whatever. But the fact that it was that guy <laughs> doing that thing with Larflees, like, that's, that's, that doesn't happen a lot. And that's... I mean, you get the impression Larkley's is going to probably stick around for a long time anyway, but this is just like a good, solid reminder of it. Well, not to mention the Blue Lanterns and the Yellow Lanterns are about... And I'm spoiling a blog entry for <gasps> a future date. But the Blue Lanterns and the Yellow Lanterns are about to become very pivotal once again because it, we're seeing the, the, the beginnings, I believe, the beginnings of the Green Lantern Corps revolting. Because of the whole creating the third army thing and Gant that's been mind wiped and all this other stuff. So while this is going on, remember both the 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 Yellow Lanterns had to ignite their ring with their own fear, and the Blue Lanterns are capable of turning back. Two Blue Lanterns are capable of accessing the hope of an entire planet and turning back that sun about to go supernova six million years. So I think I think if, if if that combined with the Green Lantern splitting off from the Guardians, <clears throat> you, you you might see the uh, either Blue Lanterns or Yellow Lanterns or both teaching the the Green Lanterns how to access their own will or the bad guys that are showing up in Green Lantern Corps. That'd be awesome. And uh, speaking of Larfleeze, does anybody here play DC Universe Online? Not yet. <laughs> Nobody. I started up a little bit. Okay. Well, they're doing a big Christmas event where you have to keep Larflees from ruining Christmas. He's doing stuff like present launch. Oh, hell like, yeah. So he's like the Grinch. <laughs> yes. You have to defeat him in like waves You're and ways That's awesome. When are they going to stop? Is it like just until Christmas or is it like the rest of this year? Or I'm honestly not sure of the dates. It's probably just through December. But, hey. um... Um, MMOs, not that I am so exceedingly versed in MMOs or anything. Um, they use, if Christmas events, at least on MMOs that I've been on, tend to run at least till a little bit after Christmas, like the 30th, 31st. Um, the 30th at the latest if they decide to have a New Year's event. So you might see it a couple days after Christmas. Uh, at least the latest you'll see it is January, uh, is until like the start of January. And I wanted to say, when you guys talked about the Flash expansion pack, um, see what that one actually allows you to do in the game is you can travel back in time. And, oh. you know, like Barry Allen and some of the other Flashes like that. Huh. So you, you, it's, a, it's a time-traveling uh, expansion pack, essentially. Hmm. <laughs> Better than just running fast, right, Jim? <laughs> it, you know, to me, that that's an expansion pack where it's like, yes, you can go back in time. But if only you could go back in time to before you bought that expansion pack. <laughs> it's only $10. Yeah. Which should also be under the allotted amount. Yeah. Yeah. Could get people a Flash expansion pack for DC Universe. Or the Green Lantern one. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's actually... people? <laughs> No, you just get to. Where's that Christmas rope when I need it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. It's on its way, John. (laughs) (laughs) It is en route. (laughs) (laughs) One brief thing about, uh, because we want to wrap this up, the thing about uh, the Blue Lantern Corps and Gantha, we also don't know how what what the effect of Larfley showing up having Sage in front of Gantha is going to have, too. Since that's mm-hmm. his that's his weak point, that's his his uh, shatter point is Sade and his love for Sade. So maybe having her back is going to start undoing some of the mind wipe that the Guardians did to him. So yeah, and that's that's the aspect I was most looking forward to when we reviewed number three is just I can't wait to see what <laughs> happens in four when they see each other for the first time since Blackest Night. Yeah, well, and they're both kind of a mess. I mean, he's been emotionally lobotomized, and she's, I mean. All that orange light can't be good for you. <laughs> Emotionally lobotomized, just like Chad on Christmas Day. Oh, oh. Dawn, you can't talk. Oh, I still have, oh. I, I, so put I, another I, another knot in that noose, aren't you, Rachel? <laughs> I still have hope. All will be well. All will Knock. Be well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And on that note... <laughs> Don't knock it till you nick lock it. Oh, God. Uh, hell. How many hours have you been waiting for an excuse to say that? I'm going to buy a Christmas rope now, okay? I'm going out. Oh. Happy birthday <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. Just end up playing with like, a cat with some yarn. Rope! <laughs> <laughs> If you want to mm. contact the Lantern Cast, <laughs> you can do so. <laughs> you can do so at lanterncast.gmail.com. Like what? It's like a self-addressed oh. package. <laughs> <laughs> a self-addressed COD. <laughs> I'll make myself pay later. <laughs> Uh, lanterncast at gmail.com you can go to our website lanterncast.com uh, we all have our own individual emails jim at lanterncast.com dan at lanterncast.com god this is going to take forever jason at lanterncast.com james at lanterncast.com and the rest is he done yet? <laughs> if you want to leave us a voicemail you can do so at 708lantern uh, also on our webpage, we have links to our forum, our Facebook page, Twitter, gallery. Um, you can find us on iTunes. And uh, uniting the world's listeners, one listener at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even steal right. <laughs> well, I was changing it a little, so I wasn't outright stealing it. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> oh. Uniting them with a rope. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tying the world up with one Holy rope. shit, that was ominous. <laughs> <laughs> that was my intention. <laughs> oh. It just became a scary story. <laughs> 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 Oh. Well, my wife make sure is to read Gorky Gesture. <laughs> 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 trying to help you out. 
he'll put you out here and read Quirks and Quirks and Quirks conjecture. I'm just us. Go read Corwin's conjecture. Uh, uh, Dan, how many days till Super Show? 142. 142. Okay, so in 142 days... Everybody that's on this podcast right now will be uh, convening in Reading, Pennsylvania, except for Mark. Oh, and probably uh. Chad. And you could you could well, bring I, Mark with you. He lives like next door. My 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 attendance depends on the IRS. So, or they, you gonna catch a ride with them or? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm without a job and because I did like minimum wage jobs and my I set up my W twos correctly because my dad works for the IRS. Hopefully, I'll get a decent tax return this year. So, I nice. feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> and now, now listen to the uh, tones of Snow Miser versus Heat Miser. Merry Christmas. Would be great if J- of, uh, not Jim. That would be awful. If James <laughs> just like like. Record himself just belting out that song. Oh my god! Come on, James. <laughs> Come on. James, Do it. Do As it. As your Christmas gift to the to the listeners, so because God knows you got to contribute something to this show. Says the guy I'm, who barely shows up. I am kidding. Australia. <laughs> I am kidding. Oh man. How come everybody else on this show gets to get razzed from each other except for James? James, James would be James would get pissed at that if they celebrated Christmas in Australia. <laughs> you're gonna sound like a chipmunk again. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you're gonna be chasing Meg. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Swear to God, we have to tell James up front not to edit anything. Just to put stuff in. <laughs> Nothing comes out. Nothing. <laughs> Although, yeah, I would absolutely die if he recorded himself singing the Heat Miser, Cold Miser song. Do it, James. Kill him. Is that because you'll hang yourself with the Christmas robe afterwards? Or? <laughs> Wait, isn't he supposed it. to record something to insert it into the show anyway? So he might as well. Oh, yeah. That See? would be awesome. That is true. Unless he hates the listeners, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and look who's walking in the door now. Oh, this is perfect. Yes! I'm kidding it! Lauren! Lauren! Hey, have her sing the Snow Miser Heat Miser song. <laughs> they can record it separately and have a duet with with her and James. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. You Hold on, right here? now. You gonna come over here for a minute? And... I think I heard Daisy. Oh, oh yeah, Daisy's... Oh. She's all excited now. No, not at all. <laughs> Hurry, you're messing it. I didn't think Jim was allowed on the furniture. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, Lauren. Why does Chad's picture look gross? <laughs> I don't know. That's gross, Chad. Get that off of there. It really is. Crap. It's like a horrible picture. Ugh. 
Fine. At least Mark's picture is realistic in Knights. Looks like you got see <laughs> or something. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my god. You look like Lazarus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lazarus? <laughs> What? <laughs> Lazarus was the first zombie. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's right. She's right. She just right. Something. Uh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. At least um, she didn't say anything about John's picture looking like he's in a van cruising for kids. John's picture. Here. I can't see it because you're laptop. Oh my hey. god, what the fuck, Ravis? Jesus. Mine is an intentionally not serious face, so... <laughs> Makes his question mark. Yeah. yeah, we have to add you. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, you can't see Where's me. Dan? Uh-huh. Dan's is a uh, question mark with a uh, with half of a body. Yeah, I don't think I ever uploaded one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where's Jason? Hi, Jason. Hi. How are you? Awesome. Ad I'm doing well. Yourself? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <sighs> Any news on your son's uh? School thing? No, not yet. Okay. We're uh, he'll be testing in January, and uh, he'll have his interview as well in January. Nice, very nice. I keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. Thank you. Meg face. All right. <laughs> Meg face. Mhm. Everyone's looking at your face now, Meg. That's okay. Now you can get <laughs> nervous. It's it's a face that I intentionally made to be silly-ish, so I don't care. <laughs> Do I have a, uh, a picture up? Nope. No. You and Dan are both question mark heads. <laughs> we're, we're both. Thank you, by the way. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, Jason. Yeah. What is your wife's name? Uh, her real first name, or what do I call her? <laughs> why are, why, 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 are why are those <laughs> different? Yeah, that's the weirdest. Okay, well, on our first date, you know, I've always known her as Judith. On our first date, you know, you go through the, hey, you know, when's your birthday? I'm like, so what's your first name? She says, Selchi. I say, excuse me? She says, Selchi. And I'm like, okay, Judith. <laughs> Selchi is her first name. It's Aztec. It's spelled X-O-C-H-I-L. Oh, that's cool. She's born, in, she, I she born in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, God, Chad. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a much better picture of you than before, Chad. I think it's a lot more accurate. <laughs> for, for the people listening, Chad just, Chad just replaces Skype's picture with a horse's ass, labeled the horse's ass. <laughs> charming, charming, Chad. Wall, Chad. How's the party, Lauren? How's the party, Lauren? Did you oh, have fun? Oh, it was awesome. It was, oh my god, such a great time. This place uh, out here, it's a new place, Insignia. Oh my god, it was amazing. It's a catering company that's like famous all over Long Island. They have several locations. They opened up this like really, really like uh, chic, posh, high class like restaurant <laughs> slash bar. The place was huge. It was yeah, packed. We- it was packed when we got there. Oh my god. But it was amazing. We heard you basically just got seated like 15 minutes ago. Oh my god! Well, we were we knew we weren't going to get like an actual table because they've been booked since they opened. So we uh they have like little mini tables like by the bar 
So we, like, grabbed a bunch of, like, mini tables and seats and stuff like that, and we, you know, were drinking and, like, had, like, appetizers all night and, like, sushi and everything. It was fantastic. And, you know, they had a DJ, like, when we first got there, he was, like, kind of playing, like, softer kind of music for, like, people who were dining. And then, like, after 10 o'clock, like, he went, like, full, like, DJ. Everybody was, like, dancing. They cleared the whole area out. It was so much fun. So, had a really good time. Nice. Yeah. Jim's picture that he just posted, he looks like the Munchkin King. <laughs> he looks like he's two feet tall. Rachel's laughing so hard she had to cover it up with a sticky note so she could stop laughing. <laughs> Do we lose somebody again? No. I think I think we're in the oh, process Jason. of losing Jason. Yeah, Jason's. Gone. <laughs> Jason didn't like your picture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be funnier when, when Lord was talking. <laughs> Switch to while you were talking. They start like giggling because they see the new picture. Yeah. <laughs> but they were trying to hold it in so you finish your story. They didn't do a good job. No, sing! Sing! I can't sing. My voice is shot from, like, screaming all night. That's fine. Sing! (laughs) No. (laughs) Sing now or sing a super show? I'll sing a super show. No, you're (laughs) lying. You are lying. Of course I'm lying. You'll never fucking remember. You can't even remember what you had the last week. I'll remember. This is being recorded now, so... Yeah, he'll probably have to ask Chad again when he does the best of CD, and then he'll find out from that. You think he's gonna remember in four months? I don't think so. Of course I will. If it if it if it involves humiliating you, I'm gonna remember. <laughs> I said you're gonna remember because you're gonna remember, oh. it, and then you're gonna let him know. Oh, that's oh true. yeah. Remember uh, the Christmas episode when she said you wouldn't remember? I'm reminding you. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Nice. We're we're gonna try and uh, we're gonna try and get. Uh, James to sing the Heat Miser, Cold Miser song. I don't know what the hell that is. You don't know what that is? From a year without a Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know what that is. Aww. Do you at least know how the Christmas it, how special? Does it go? How does it go? Uh, Mr. Heat, Mr. Yeah. Uh, close. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. White Christmas. We're reenacting the fourth Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you were all singing over each other. I couldn't hear. Wait, do it again. Everybody? Yeah, but sing it all together. A one like, and a two and a three. Don't over. God. There's two different versions. Which one? <laughs> oh, here, here, wait, wait. Uh-huh. On Meg. Hold on, I'm getting the lyrics. God. <laughs> I think Dan and I were the only ones who had the first verse right. Yeah, yeah. it starts with Snow Miser. No, it's not. Yes, it does. I'm, it goes, I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. No, I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Tembelow. <laughs> <laughs> Prince, call me Snow Miser. 
whatever I touch. I'm not actually singing this, by the way. You are way too easy to manipulate. Let me let you know. I'm just saying it. I'm not singing it because I was singing all day. Oh, it was day. definitely to a tune. You were definitely singing it. Uh, you can say whatever you want. No, you I can. carrying a tune. Okay, well, I'm, I I'm talking. Singing early. I was been singing all day because my friend wanted me. She found out that I liked the song Once Upon a December and was like, can you sing it in Russian for me? So I've been trying to learn that song in Russian all day. Why Russian? Because she's Russian, and she thinks it sounds very pretty in Russian, so... Where to fucking translate it? Tell her to slow down! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> you got, like, time on your hands to just translate songs into Russian and... No, no, she she linked me to a version that already has the uh, Russian lyrics um, there, so... All I had to do was learn how to pronounce them. So oh, r- Russian karaoke. so you didn't need to translate it, okay. No, I just had to learn how to pronounce it. Oh, which... okay. <laughs> so wait, screw this, sing it in Russian, right now! <laughs> oh my god, that's... Heat miser, snow miser in Russian. I can't do heat miser, snow miser in Russian. I'm the lyrics for that. <laughs> I can do Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer in Japanese. That's well, close. That's, that's not it. what we want, John. Oh. Yeah, I can, do, I can do a bunch of Christmas songs. I'm just. <clears throat> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> birthday yeah. rope. Yeah, I have I have it in Russian, but yeah. Not once Upon a December, not Heat Miser, Snow Miser. I don't even know if they have a Russian version of that. I'm sure they do. Oh, great. Do I have to look for that? Yes. Well, I'm leaving you all because I need to uh, go to bed. You're a Gotta jerk. Gotta be for work okay. in a couple hours. So do I. So do I. Well, you guys choose to do this, all right? This is your thing. This isn't my <laughs> thing. I just come on and say, you know, obnoxious <laughs> comments and laugh, and then I leave. Oh, we don't choose it. only nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only nine thirty. It's nine thirty. Who's watch? <laughs> my watch. I'm looking at the clock right now. It says nine thirty. <laughs> I'm looking at my watch and it says twelve thirty. So it's nine thirty. So he works as a sundial. You gotta listen. <laughs> oh my god! All <laughs> just, right, guys. Just remember that watch is your All Christmas right. present. <laughs> oh, it's my anniversary present. I know. You're still getting me Christmas presents. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys know what I'm getting her. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. Who wants to bat him A baby? Out? Who wants to bat him out? Go He's on. getting you, Rope. <laughs> Christmas Rope. Christmas Rope. He's getting you Chris, Christmas Suicide Rope. Oh, yeah? We've get... kind of been talking about that for three <laughs> hours. Huh? Christmas suicide rope? Yep. When you find your air compressor, okay, thrown out with all the bags of Daisy shit, <laughs> you think of that Christmas rope and go hang yourself with it, right, you fucker? Oh. oh, God. On that note, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah, whatever fucking else you celebrate, happy to that, and uh, I'll talk to you guys probably in the new year, because I don't think Jimmy's going to have me on again after this. <laughs> A festivus for the rest of us. Exactly, alright? Talk to you guys later, bye! Bye! And Lauren can be found at Super Show next year, uh, manning the table for us. <laughs> 
and there goes the most interesting part of the podcast. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. I'm going to be out shopping with Jason's wife all weekend. Judith? Yes, yes with Judith. With uh, XOXO, whatever it is. They're talking about you, baby. Um, they're talking about you. Lauren said that she's going to be shopping with you all, all super show. That you're not going to stay at the show with us. <laughs> she, she said, you better give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did try to find those lyrics in Russian, by the way, just for you guys, but I could not find them. Oh, that's a pack of lies. No, really, the only things I found was apparently there's a band in Russia that's called Heat Miser, but, <laughs> but there's no actually, you know, lyrics for Thanks. the song. Thanks. What if you sing the lyrics, the Russian lyrics from that other song, to the tune of the Heat Miser song. <laughs> we would have no no idea. That's they're, easy. They're not even... Bit. They're nothing alike. <laughs> I know, but you just have to sing them to the oh, Heat Miser tune. No, they're, they're nothing alike. <laughs> oh. It's not as easy as that. <laughs> you basically wanted to, to, to create a German song parody on the spot. Yeah, awesome. Russian... Say whatever. <laughs> would would, would German be easier? Go for it. Go for German it. German mashup. No, I'm not. I'm not good at Teutonic or freaking Slavic, whatever languages. No. <laughs> Although wait, wait, English is a Teutonic language. Okay, I'm good at one Teutonic language. See, you're already better than you were a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably keep recording for another minute if it'll help, Meg. <laughs> No. <laughs> What's great is the the way everything's arranged on my screen right now. Meg is giving this really weird look to Jim's creepy picture. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> is she staring at Mark's ass? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> Somewhere in this room is a ninja cat. <laughs> That's what that says? Yeah. Yeah. You picked the picture with very tiny text, Chad. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know what would be hysterical? If my recording software wasn't working? Oh my I will what? fucking kill you. <laughs> you would have to get here first. What'd you say? It, it could be the highlight of my trip to New York. <laughs> <laughs> See a movie. Go see a Broadway play. Kill Jim Ford. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the brochure. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Then go to the place that sells hot chocolate ice cream. (laughs) Serendipity. Yes, that's a great place. Okay, folks, I want to go to bed. All right. Uh, Save this thing. Do it right this time. Let's see. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wookie Life Day. Woo! <laughs> now we can go eat dinner. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I already ate dinner. <laughs> Be that way. I'm More for me. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm 
Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. Friends call me Snow Miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch. <laughs> I'm too much. He's <laughs> Mr. White Christmas. He's Mr. Snow. He's Mr. Icicle. He's Mr. Tenderloin. Friends call me Snow Miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch. <laughs> He's too much. I never wanna know a day that's over 40 degrees. I'd rather have a 30, 20, 10, 5, and let it freeze. He's Mr. White Christmas. He's Mr. Snow. That's right. He's Mr. Icicle. He's Mr. Tenderloin. Friends call me Snow Miser. Too much. Ha <laughs> ha! Too much!